The following program is intended for mature audiences. Listener discretion is advised. The views expressed are those of the panelists and not necessarily those of the sponsors. Broadway Media, Exactware, The Salt Lake Tribune, or any school district, their respective managements or employees. Hey, thanks for choosing Geek Show Podcast. We appreciate it. You have chosen wisely. We want to thank our sponsors that help pay for our party, and you should thank them too. PC Laptops. They can fix any brand of PC, give you a free diagnostic and virus malware scan. Find them at PCLaptops.com. Dr. Volt's Comet Connection, 2043 East, 3300 South. They're open seven days a week. Your hold is free and gives you a 10% discount off purchases over $20. Cabin Fever in historic Trolley Square in Salt Lake. From meek to freak to geek, gift giving is now easy for the weirdo on your list. It's Cabin Fever. The Atomic Arcade at 3939 Highland Drive. Classic arcade games at classic prices. And our new friends at Newmont University where 88% of students land a job in technology before they've even graduated. Learn more at newmonts.edu. That's N-E-U-M-O-N-T dot E-D-U. Again, thanks to all of our sponsors. Let them know that they have chosen wisely. When you see them, tell them Geek Show says hey. As some of you may know. Captain America has motion sickness. They did not turn out well. A, uh, a donut shot. I need another missile. We went too good. You've got a boner right now. United, we are still invincible. Something's gonna bomb. Thank you for the bustier. That would be frustrating. Ice giants? Come into the water and say that, asshole. <laughs> I am not watching a baby fucker. He should have to see big mamas like father like son. Go read some braille, you deaf son of a bitch. <laughs> <laughs> Best inspiring podcast. Geek Show Podcast. Dot com. And we're back in the basement. Yay! <laughs> Ladies and gentlemen. Third show. Trace is show. a proper Trace show. Proper third show. The proper third what? show. Third show! show! Oh! Yeah! I still think for our Puerto Rican listeners. Trace show! Trace show! No, is Trace? 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 Yeah. Trace? Trace? Muestra? Muestra? Trace? Show? Huh? Google what about for our German listeners? Oh, hold on. <laughs> let, me call, let, me, let me call my wife's grandmother. I didn't know that Daffy, or, uh, Donald Duck was German. I, uh... <laughs> All right. God, he's so anti-Semitic. I know. It's because he doesn't have any pants on. <laughs> Donald Chill would, out, Donald. Donald would be German, wouldn't he? Oh, yeah. I think uh, you're right. A German sailor? You yes. Betcha. You betcha. Well, he doesn't have a sense of humor. Yeah, maybe sense. he's Australian. Nine. Ooh. Criminal? Ooh. Criminal behavior. Yeah. He's yeah. no get caught. No pants, just like Russell Crowe. Always <laughs> oh, exposing himself. Uh, okay. All right. <laughs> Let's introduce the panel as we go around as people try to Google Translate Trace Show. Um, <laughs> it, won't, it won't work. <laughs> look, at a, look at both of them. Look at, look at, look at, look at the man versus machine, both of them. Well, I, I keep translating from English to English. That's a lot of help. <laughs> you have fuck. a Google Translate app. Oh, uh, 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 I found it. Third show is third show. Wait, what? Yeah, third show. <laughs> That's what we want. It's third show. It's third show. I, I think it's trace. I think okay, it's... so in in German. Uh, okay. All right. Oh, do that again. Dritte show. Apparently. Dritte show. Dr. Scholl. Dr. Scholl. Yeah. The let's, foot guy? Let's put it into Spanish. Okay. You want Spanish, right? Yeah. Sure. Okay. How about Japanese? I wonder if they would just call it episode. Episodio. Yeah, well, episodio? I wonder, if, I wonder if they would do episode. It's you actually uh, Tercer Espectaculo. Oh, Espectaculo. Oh, I like that. And for our Arabic, Arabic listeners. Okay. 
What? I see you were both talking at the same time. Even when it's your Google Translate, you talk over each other. Stop talking over each okay. other. Okay, I'll go first. All right. What? My Google Translate's really Tercer fast. Espectacolo. You sped that up. Your, your phone sounds like something out of Ninja Gaiden. I'm pretty Tercer sure. Espectacolo. Okay, now, now it's uh, Jay's turn. All right. Arabic. You, you talked over him. And now you did. Now I did. What is that? There we go. Everything's got a lisp. You guys, everything sounds so scary. It's scary in Arabic. in Arabic. I don't know. I think Jay's phone's about to bomb me. Here we go. All right. I like that. <laughs> that was cut. Play that one again. Play it again. Everybody be quiet. What was that? Oh, hang on. Come back. How do you spell that? No, that's the name of the episode. <laughs> well, what language was that? It's in uh, kanji. It's in uh, Japanese, right? D, yeah, D A I. D A I. Next uh, word S A N. S A N. S H O. Next letter word S H O. S H O. Dayancho. Dayancho. Do it again one more time. One more time. Why is mine going Wait, so one fast? More. Yeah, that's so cute. We should get a Japanese girl just to say things I for just, us. We yeah. should get a Japanese girl. Yes, yeah. we should. It makes you want to put your hands in front of your face and giggle. I've seen I've seen enough other Japanese shows to know better. All right, so here he is. Uh, Holy shit! <laughs> what the fuck wow. was that? That's, that's your trash can. We lid. just got assaulted oh. by the Blue Man Group. <laughs> that's, the, that's my recycle bin trash can lid. The Man, wind is fuck recycling. Yeah. <laughs> See, wants. I live on the sides of Mount Doom, yeah. and uh, the wind is really strong today, and so that explains right up. that explains all the hobbits and metallurgists that are yes. climbing towards the mountain. Oh, jeez! The trash can. Wants this to- is what already this die side show <laughs> is so crazy. <laughs> And in the shadows of Mordor. Sorry. All right. Okay. Jimmy, Hello. Jimmy Martin, everyone. Hello. Hi, Jimmy. You know, the, the Japanese word for show is not show. I'm sorry. What? Are you sure? Doesn't I'm matter. Don't positive. ruin it. Doesn't Shut matter. up. I like it. Hashtag Daisan Show. Dai Sancho. See, but we have to do it in the, in the chant of Dai Sancho! Dai Sancho! Dai Sancho! But it's so nice when little Japanese Siri says it. Anyway, uh, watch me on Big Movie Mouth Off on Xfinity, uh, 6.30 p.m. every day in, in Utah, and then also on the on-demand system, uh, and also on uh, KUTV every Saturday and Sunday. Uh, Saturdays are the film reviews, and Sundays are just talking about geeky stuff, mm-hmm. or celebrity interviews and whatnot, so... Yeah. Jimmy Martin, thank you. Yeah, yo. That's not true. You almost just called him Jimmy. Yeah, no. You almost called it. Good same, bro. Jay Whitaker. Jay Whitaker. What's up, y'all? How y'all doing? That's ridiculous. I want to read y'all a little poetry thing. Can I, can, I get, can I get him a little poetry? Do it. I had an audition a while back, and I want to read y'all an expert, okay. excerpt. Excerpt? Excerpt. Uh, yeah. Is it excerpt? Excerpt. Excerpt. All right. Now, I had an audition where I had to read for this commercial. I won't say the name of the company, but oh. <clears throat> well, well, actually, I'll just say, let's, cha- let's change the name of this company to Steeple, and um, <laughs> uh. I'll, be, I'll do two voices. There's the announcer, and then there's Hungry Dude, okay? That's, <laughs> no, that's what it says the name of. Can, yeah. you, can you tell us the announcer voice and then do Hungry Dude voice so yes. that we can- Give us both. All right. Yeah. Here is announcer voice. That's announcer voice? No. Announcer voice is this. 
Hey, everybody. How you doing? All right. Everybody oh, having a good time? You sound urban. Okay. Friendly okay. urban Now, announcer. hungry dude is, hey! <laughs> Damn! Jar-jar! Damn! So it's Chris Tucker. Yeah. Okay. All right. All right. I mean, but also, can I preface? I think that in the, uh, when you were sent the uh, upfronts for this, yeah, it was like, uh, we need somebody that sounds really black. Yeah. We know that and, you and don't. Loves, and loves chicken. Yeah. We know that you don't. Okay. Here we go. At Steeples, we know a thing or two about chicken fried. Talk to me. That goes for chicken fried steak, too. I'm listening. Tender hearted steak. That's right. Fried up crispy for a perfect peppery crunch. How crispy? And smothered in a velvety white grape. You stop that. And creamy mashed potatoes, coleslaw, and a honey butter biscuit. Watch out! And you got a whole lot of love. Don't I know it? Stop in today and get our chicken fried steak platter for just three sixty nine at Steeples. Have the love. I, I want some fucking Steeples. <laughs> All right, here's the thing. <laughs> right. I, I got two complaints. One, of Jar- course. Jar Jar Banks. Incredibly racist. Yes. yes. Of yes. course. No matter how you yeah, slice no, it. No how you slice this. Two, announcer guy. Does not respond to anything the hungry guy says. <laughs> they seem to be in two He's just making him more and more hungry. <laughs> Nobody. He just physically stop and go. Why are you talking like that? <laughs> <laughs> you know, you answer Jar Jar Banks. He's going to keep talking. I don't care where you run that at. Yeah, it's incredibly racist. Yeah. For those that are all right, I go on auditions. I'm trying to be an actor as well, and I do. I come across commercials, and this is the the script that I got. That that commercial. Could have been written by black writers and performed by black actors Ugh. and put on BET, and it would still, still be, be ra- incredibly ra- racist. racist. It totally reminds me of. Um, well, good it, good luck. It, I hope you get it. What's it? I know. Like I, honestly, <laughs> I, I hope you do too. And the thing was, they said when I when I did it, they said I nailed it, and I was like, oh god, oh god, what have I got myself? You're gonna into? be the voice yeah. of Steeple's Chicken. Yeah. When people like. when people are complaining on uh, on CNBC, they're yeah. be like or MSNBC. Uh, today's scandal: Steeple's Chicken hires stereotypical black actor. You're gonna be on Doctor Drew. <laughs> That's when they say. I just read the words. I just read the words. Yeah. And for and for more important updates on Steeple's Chicken, follow me on Twitter at Token J. Other people just followed the words. They were called the Nazis. Like <laughs> chicken. Mr. I'm listening. Or loves chicken. No. I'm listening. <laughs> Watch out! <laughs> Watch out! <laughs> Nine! Nine! These are chickens. Muy, muy good. No. Speak on it. <laughs> All right. Speak on it! Uh, I believe the other one is spit on it. Dai Sancho. Dai Sancho. I need my little Japanese girl, please. <laughs> I've got... I need her back. We need Hang a on. soundboard. I need her back. Oh, God. It, it needs to be a thing. There you go. This is a new one. Did what she do? She told you to do something with her butthole. Oh, yeah. What was that? It's a geek Show Podcast. Yeah! <laughs> Make her say third show again. Right. <laughs> <laughs> he's, like, he's like, that was cool, but I want this. Uh, Lee George. Ki- <laughs> I need that. I need that. <laughs> Have that ready at all That's times. That's my ringtone, dude. <laughs> Have that ready at a moment's notice. I'll back him up. Lee George Cade, everyone. Hi. Hey, Lisa's. I, I took a nap. You did take a <laughs> Yeah. I didn't know they made Sleepy Time Beer. Uh, all beer is all beer time Sleepy beer. Time Beer, dumb dumb. Uh, not usually for me. Usually usually beer is what I drink when I'm ready to rage, but <laughs> this is like, I drank a couple of those Epics. really big epic beers. Huh. 
they were epically sized right. epic beers. And uh, you guys went upstairs for pizza, and I went to the couch and took a nap. <laughs> um, epic beers, they pride themselves. They make yeah. uh, high gravity beers. It's mm-hmm. good. Both those beers you drink, yeah, three hundred percent. Yeah, well, three hundred percent. I should have known. I should have known. I was in trouble when there was a bear with a little nightcap on the label. <laughs> <laughs> you should know when you popped it open in the spirit of Vegas. It was like, yes, yeah. Well, it wasn't looking. Bring for- the Bonson to me. <laughs> It wasn't, it wasn't looking for you. It was looking for me, so I figured I was okay. So, I would love it if you came to my restaurant because I love you. It's Frisch Compassionate Eatery, 145 East, 1300 South, Suite 201. It's got a brand new menu at frisheats.com. And uh, let's talk about some stuff at the restaurant. Oh, okay. And other things. <laughs> I told you. Have that ready to moment's notice. I got it ready. I, I, I have the... Uh, Guys, I Here, I, I have uh, I have Jay's commercial translated into German. You ready? Get the fuck out of here. Oh, user error. Never mind. <laughs> <laughs> I gotta say, I found Google Translate very handy when we met uh, Sue's uh, brother that that she hadn't encountered in years, and he only spoke Korean. Oh wow! And so we're down in California, and the Korean speakers somehow wow. were gone. The people that were in our group. Oh. And so it's just me and him. I'm like, hi, yeah. So I pulled out the Google Translate. God damn, that worked beautifully. Yeah. <laughs> I said, you wanted some soju, right? And I, you guys were fast friends. I, I, and, that, and that's the other word. You say soju to a Korean man, immediately you make friends with yeah. him. I, I that is true. I didn't realize that is 100% that the, uh, true. I didn't realize the Google app uh, for, for Google Translate actually uses a microphone. Yeah. Holy so shit. So, so we could actually it. do Jay's commercial and then translate it right yeah. into German, which would mostly be like, <laughs> so, so if you, if you said uh, third show in, in Korean, uh, his show is not uh, Japanese so is the best. Yeah. Yeah. Because it's more sing song. Oh, there we go. <laughs> I love her. I don't even know her name. And I, uh, <laughs> it just sounds so cute. <laughs> She's adorable. It's like a it's like a doorbell. <laughs> oh, the Barnson. I I know she's dressed like Sailor Moon. I just know. Right? The sad part is her name is Satellizer, and she's here to defeat the aliens. <laughs> <laughs> Mr. B, everyone, Shannon Barnson. <laughs> Hold that out. Hold it out. What's up, y'all? <laughs> <laughs> He's frozen. No, go to my thank you. Guys, I show. Um, go to my goddamn pub quiz. Don't be a jerk. Eight thirty. Let me translate that into German. Eight thirty at the uh, at the Lucky Thirteen. Mm-hmm. Come get an orphan burger. An orphan burger. A kangaroo burger. Kangaroo. Ooh. You could get a uh, burger that's made of other stuff. <laughs> and burger. Move along. Have yeah, you ever right. had a kangaroo burger? Along. No, I just can't do it. Yeah. I'll have one. I'd try it. Heck yeah. I hate Australians. They always, <laughs> Carrie, I hate kangaroos. <laughs> so did you no. guys know that Carrie orders uh, to go from Lucky 13 all the time? All the time. Hmm. Yeah. Really? He, mm-hmm. I, I saw that one day. He, yeah. I get it on the way home and from work. Yeah. Nice. He doesn't want to be recognized. They know my they know my order, too. Oh, yeah? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. It's whatever the daily burger special is, you know, the specialty burger that yeah. they make, and a regular cheeseburger. There you go. I would ah, like, yeah. I enjoy it when children die on television special. Triple T, two tall Tony. Quad T, actually, two tall Tony. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, no, leave Toshiro Mufuni at home. Oh. <laughs> 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 Wolverine. It's not Wolverine. Wolverine. 
It's not racist. Entomantium <laughs> crows. Hey, we're oh. gonna lose. We're gonna lose all seventeen of our Japanese listeners. And, ah. I, and I need our Austra- our Australian listeners to know that I I was kidding. I love you very yeah. much. I, I partied in Sydney, and you're terrific Wait, people. Hold on, how did Australia get dr- fucking drunk into that? Uh, I, I, I said I was asshole, I was making a joke earlier. Oh, okay. Yeah, about the kangaroo bird. We'll yeah. get our Japanese people back just like this. Okay. Okay. No, no, you're still insulting them because that's not the word for show. Well, what is it a word for? Them? I don't. Uh, they they don't know how to translate the word show, so they're just so that means saying it's the show. word. Well, now Fine. they now they know how to make it. Yeah, we're helping them. Yeah, yeah. we're helping them, yeah. Jesus. We're helping them. Why don't you, you guys, just stand up you guys, for everything? You guys, you dirty hippie. Don't be stupid. <laughs> <laughs> don't be st- as, as they say in Germany. Don't be stupider than you already are. They say that in Germany. They do. Except it has a lot of. <laughs> yeah, and usually they're smacking you while they're saying it. It's kind of sexy. Nine. <laughs> let's right. get this show done with okay let's right. well we have our host it's over oh, oh Gary Jackson host of the Dyson show <laughs> are we changing the name no this is the third show the Dyson show third show is Dyson show okay. <laughs> but, but Geek Hi. Show was a lot more complicated Hi. Dyson show Hi. I, I can't listen to Gary Jackson on that show with that fucking it's not chick Dyson. and that other it's dude not, it's not Dyson show no they got that not. boner of the day you want, you want Geek Show yeah, do Geek Show again. <laughs> I like it because it says fuck in it. Yeah. No, he's, it? she's saying... Listen, uh, she, no, it's podcasto. Podcasto. They're, they're, they're basically... They're basically doing... Who are you? They're basically doing the Saturday Night Live Japanese skit. Oh, I like Sailor Moon. Da, da, da. I would like Pod- to know... Like, I'd like to do a poll and be like... Uh, with people that listen to uh, Radio from Hell. Mm-hmm. And be like... How my, many of my you radio know? Show. Yeah, your radio show. Yeah. Just Sound my enough. God, sir, fan fucking test. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> oh my God. Right. Well, right. Um, yeah. <laughs> I, I would. But like, I would like to do a poll. It's like, uh, how many people know exactly how late they're going to be to work? By which boner they get in and they turn on the card. It's I like, know. That's a good question. I Because I'm like, oh shit, if I'm on the second boner, I'm like, I got to drive. <laughs> I got the drive. Uh, if anybody in our audience actually knows how to say Geek Show Podcast in Japanese, and if you would mind sending us a phonetic spelling of it so that we can... Uh, My phone's doing it right yeah, now. It's yeah. Daishan Show. It's not show. <laughs> Okay. Geek Show Podcast. You realize yeah. how much anime I watch every week? I've yeah. never heard the word show come out of anybody's mouth. All right, Hakujin. How many, <laughs> how many times does a show say the word show in it? I'm, I'm sure often because they're usually watching news programs and how, other things. Well, there's how a do you say buzzkill in Japanese? Uh, <laughs> Lee, you say I would say Lee uh, George K. I would say Adam Lee Bomb. George K. <laughs> Jay had the correct answer yeah. points. Uh, <laughs> well, this is good news. Wink Martindale. You ready? Because yeah. we all love that Tremors movie series. Fuck yes! I, <laughs> fuck Fred all you Ward. guys, I love Fred Ward. Frank Ward, Kevin Bacon, and Reba, Reba. McIntyre. That's right. Yeah. Good old fashioned American yeah. shit. America! You're getting Tremors 5. That's yeah. right. Finally, finally! It took him this long to get to 5. Bring back the bacon! Is this one debuting on the Sci Fi channel? Straight to DVD. Oh, oh, oh not, even, not even Blu-ray. Who's God damn. It? Who's in it, Carrie? Uh, well, you got Burt Gummer. Mm-hmm. Played, Burt Gummer. Played by the incomparable. And by that, I mean you cannot comprehend him. <laughs> That's, uh, incomprehensible. That's incomprehensible. <laughs> is it Michael Gross? There is a word for that. Is it Michael Gross? It is Michael Gross. Yeah, yes. the dad for family ties. <laughs> oh. The dad for family ties. 
I thought he was saying the death of Family Guy. <laughs> I, I was like, that's a sad episode. Just very sad. <laughs> I like when Tom Hanks was on as their fuck up uncle. Remember, fa- he's all like, remember how like on the Family Ties he was like, I'm all liberal and shit, and then he was in the <laughs> Trevor's movies like, and he's I old. shoot guns and shit. <laughs> it was Cold. a huge leap. That's because it's acting. Nice. Acting, and he is a man who understands his craft. And, and acting is pretending. No, now, just so you know, there are no worms underneath me. I'm, not, <laughs> I'm not an actual shooter. I'm imagining these worms. They're not these worms. graboids is ah, what we call yes. them. Yes, yes. The, right the graboids. The graboids. Mm, that, 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 that hole over there that Selena Gomez fell into, that was not put there by a worm. That was dug by a man. It's oh, not a graboid was, at all. It there was dug be. by a stage technician on the day. There will be no the graboid will be added in in post production. <laughs> and his name was Roberto. Not to say that all men that dig holes are named Roberto. Now, in, oh. this, in this movie, I will be Bert Gummer, but I am not Bert Gummer. Yes, I am Michael, Michael Gross. Gross. <laughs> Michael Gross. All right. So, yeah, that's. Thank you. Oh, that's so nice. Thank you. I love her. I love her. <laughs> <laughs> All right. <laughs> and more crap news. Yeah, yeah. Uh, depending on news, this could be extremely good or extremely that's, bad. That's real. that's a t-shirt. News? <laughs> <laughs> t-shirt? Question mark. More news? Um, hot tub time machine two. Uh, yeah. The release date has been moved. Oh, that's happening. Uh-huh. Later or sooner? From later from Christmas Day. Okay. To February 20th of 2015. So wow. you're, you're either looking at that as Christmas is saved or Christmas is ruined. Christmas is ruined. I feel like Christmas I'm, is ruined. I'm just surprised that wasn't saved. released directly to VHS. I just think they probably thought it's probably a horrible idea to go up against The Hobbit. Mm-hmm. Yeah. The Throbbit? Because <laughs> the, <throbbing. laughs> the, the movies are so similar. Yeah. Well, yeah. but everyone's going to go see The fucking Hobbit. Yep. I'm not. I, no? I, you know, I still haven't seen the... I've seen the second one. Really? God, the second I, one's so good. I would like to sit down yeah. with an editing deck and just edit all three of those movies down. Yeah. One movie. One, one movie. good movie. One movie based off of a small book instead of, you know... Like they're, Because they're like, hey, how can we stretch this out? Let's just add a lot of running, Some more screaming, walking, yeah. and uh, collapsing. I'm mostly collapsing. Mm-hmm. Uh, I I'm, still I'm huge, enjoy I'm a, it. I'm a huge Tolkien fan. Huge, huge Tolkien fan. I want to love these Hobbit movies so badly. But you could, they're you making could, it difficult. You could. I like it. I thought you'd be excited about all that extra stuff that they put in yeah. because it is from Tolkien stuff, right? Isn't it? No. Oh, I thought I thought you were telling me. Well, this was years ago. Some of it, some of the stuff that they've added into the Tolkien movies was from the Silmarillion or the That's Book it. of Lost Tales. But That's a lot it. of it is just Peter Jackson saying, "Hey, we've got 15 minutes to kill. Let's just knock some shit over." <laughs> yeah. So and I love right. Peter Jackson. Okay. Did, did you see? You didn't see the second one yet. I did. Okay. Saw it with you. Yeah. Smaug. Okay. And yeah. and I and I that really, one I liked a lot. I I liked a lot of it. But mm-hmm. what's sad is the best part of the movie was the character that Philippa Bowens created herself. That had nothing to do with Tolkien. Well, are you talking about a uh, Tariel? Is that Evangeline Lilly? Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Everything with Tariel and actually uh, Orlando Bloom's character Legolas. Not in the Hobbit books yeah, at all, at and, all. Yeah. and it never is there any point where Hol- Tolkien even hints that he was involved in anything. Yeah. And uh, those are the best parts of that movie. So he's just more mad that he's taking too many liberties and just kind of running with it. No, he's just taking he's taking dumb liberties. Yeah. So you know, so it was it was fun. The second one was fun. I didn't like it as the Hobbit. I thought it was like the best D and D movie ever made. Mm. But mm. it's pretty D and D. It's very D&D. no. I'm excited for the third one. It's gonna be great. 
You're fun just, uh, to look at. You know why I'm excited for the third one? Because it's finally going to be over. <laughs> like, that I mean, is, I mean, no. That, I mean, like, is, like I, yeah. I want to know what he's going to do next. I mean, he's been in this world for God knows how long. What, 14, 15 years, somewhere in there? Yeah, he left for yeah. a while, and then he came back. Anyway, he did King Kong. Yeah, and uh, the, the Lovely th- Bones. Yeah, That's right, he did do Lovely Bones. He did. I want him to sit down with Guillermo del Toro and make some movies. Oh, those two together? Yeah. yeah. Could you imagine? Because, you know, he had, he had with Neil Blomkamp, he was talking about doing a Halo movie, and then he, he got, they just said, ah, we can't do this, and so they moved on to something else. But then there's, there's well, that's how we got District 9, Yeah, though. District 9. Yeah. And Which was fantastic. Then there, then he was, he was talking about doing the... Uh, oh. Mouth of Madness. That's right. That's right. Oh, that's, that's del Toro. That's Del Toro. That's right. Uh, Peter, okay. Peter Jackson, his his things that he wanted to do. There's a series of books uh, in in her Her Majesty's Dragon, and it's about the uh, Napoleonic Wars. But instead of fighting like they did, they have dragons, and so he wanted to do a series of those books. Uh, there's a lot of stuff that he wants to do, whether or not he gets around to it. Whole other story. I just want. I just I, as much as I've enjoyed most of the uh, Middle Earth. I just I want to see him get out of there. Yeah, yeah. And just do something different, something completely different. You know, not another fantasy thing. Frodo and Sam like, and stuff, like if you look at what Peter Jackson has done, he started with Bad Taste. Yeah, you know, right, which is about um, aliens <laughs> with big butts. Open, a, open a burger stand yeah. on the Earth, serving uh, humans. You've got Meet the Feebles, which is the most disgusting parody of the Muppets mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. you could ever see. Yeah. Like the cover of the Frog character has AIDS. <laughs> okay, what? And there's a and there's a little uh, fly that eats shit with a spoon at one point. <laughs> if you've never seen Meet the Feebles, hard to find right now. No, it's on DVD. It's Is on it? and it's on Blu-ray. We should have it okay. a movie yeah. night one time. I, I uh, we should show the Muppet Show and Meet the Feebles. <laughs> um, what else has he made? Like uh, the Frighters. Well, 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 well fr- Dead Alive. Let's but, go. Dead but, Alive. But he also did. Uh, he also did Beautiful Creatures. Yeah. yeah, which was his first art house movie where people are like, oh, Peter Jackson can actually make a serious movie. But here's the he is like the Coens, right? Mm-hmm. Where he can make all like, sorts of genres. All, 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 and, and I love his King Kong. It was, I, I did too. Yeah, I had a great time with it. Yeah. I loved it. But his best movie is Dead Alive. That's that his one? absolute best movie. If you can watch the unrated director's cut, if you can get that movie. So I, much was cut out of the rated version of it yeah. that it's actually forty five minutes. I I love I love the Frighteners so Frighteners much. Frighteners is yeah. great. It says on IMDb it says what his next project is. Okay. It's the sequel to Ten Ten. Hmm. Oh, he's doing another Ten Ten movie. Well, he didn't do the first one that he produced it. It was Spielberg. Yeah, oh, and the plan the plan okay. was that, that he would take it on the next yeah. one. So yeah, I guess that's what he's going to do next. All right, interesting. Uh, Walking Dead. You, hmm? Peter Jackson directing a Marvel movie or a DC Ooh. movie in humans. Oh, uh, oh no. JLA Dark, because there's been rumors of that. No, Del Toro. No, Del, Del, Toro. Del Toro's Del Toro is supposedly yeah. the producer involved yeah. in JLA Dark, uh, and uh, that's that's your constant. But now I'm watching the guy playing Constantine on TV saying, "Who can be more Constantini?" Yeah, yeah. don't just give him a movie. It's always thought Sting could be Constantine. <laughs> in Sting, thirty years ago, right now it'd just be old Sting. But now, then, then, but now he'd like show up with his loot. Yeah, fuck you, Sting. Although he was great and. Shock and two smoking barrels. <laughs> Twenty years ago, Walking Dead. Yeah, I've been enjoying. It's pretty this good season. so far. I think it's been a great season. You're eating tainted meat. You're eating tainted meat. Yeah. <laughs> um, Kirkman has responded to the fan theory that everyone talks about that uh, the Walking Dead is uh, occurring in Rick's head while he's in a coma. Remember the first episode where he wakes yeah. up? Yeah, if that's the truth, I will burn this whole now, world. Now, see, here's the thing. Is that Kirkman, 
Never book an interview with Robert Kirkman. Because he's a jerk. Because, well, no. Because he'll never answer a question. Mm-hmm. Well, he also probably can't. Yeah. You know, AMC probably hasn't like, assigned so many contracts. <laughs> I mean, he'll, he'll do the worst vague answers. Just yeah. you're like, have well... Have you interviewed uh, him? Have we looked at the... Well, maybe in this. No. And he'll never give you a definitive anything. He finally gave us a definitive okay. on this. You're right. It's all a dream. <laughs> I was like, all right, done. Say, this isn't news. Cancel <laughs> DVR. No, Rick Rick rakes up in the shower next to Bobby Ewing. And then... <laughs> no, it's a, he's, he's, he, it's a, he said definitively, not in a coma. The events are af- actually happening. Yeah. Okay. So it's Carl's dream. We got <laughs> He wakes up. He wakes up in his coma. He wakes up at Bob Newhart's eating him. Now again, this is not big news that the big news was he answered a direct question. Yeah. yeah. Hey, That's okay. why it's good, good on you. Good, good job, go, buddy. Good job. Good job. I was going to say, uh, I happen to know it wasn't Carl's dream because I remember being 14 and none of my dreams had much to do for very long with the walking dead. Mostly it was about shit. that gave me boners. Hmm. That's what fourteen-year-old yep. dreams are all about. You got yep. shit for you got boners from shit. No, it was very <laughs> shapely shit. I, I I need my girl. Oh, you need your girl. I need after that back and forth. I need I need my girl here. <laughs> so I feel so I feel so much better when she speaks. I wish she was, I wish kind she was here. Of, you you confused the shabby for a second. You were pointing at me. I'm like, oh, it's time for DVDs and Blu-rays. I'm like, wait a minute. We just started this fucking thing. No, like, you, should, you should have her. You should have her tell Carrie how much she loves him. <gasps> oh, uh oh, and that I'll she wants to come her. over and have a pony. Party. I haven't favored it in my phone now. <laughs> <laughs> it's favorite, so I can instantly just. How oh, fast? How well, fast? let's see. Do it. Do it. I, don't, I don't know how to get to it. Like I don't know how to favor. Like how to access my favorites. Oh, there. No, oh, there it is. Okay, go. What? Hang on. I need her. <laughs> this is telling you what you wanted. Okay. Well. This is, ah. What is she saying? Love you, Carrie. Oh, all that, that, all that just to say four letters? God exactly. damn. I don't, not exactly. If I'm listening. After these messages, we'll be right back. <laughs> the Atomic Arcade at 3939 Highland Drive in Holiday. You've probably seen my high score there on the Star Trek Strategic Operations Simulator. That's KJJ or my initials. And you can play that game for free because you're a friend of the Geek Show on Sunday. The Star Trek Strategic Operations Simulator is free to play on Sunday. Thank you, Atomic Arcade. If you haven't been in, I, I pity you. You really need to go and check this place out. Classic arcade games, a lot of great memories in there. Pac-Man, Donkey Kong, Asteroids, Centipede, Defender, Berserk, Star Castle. they got classic pinball in there as well. You don't have to hassle with those tickets. It's free admission. You just walk right in and start plunking your quarters in. And uh, the Atomic Arcade right across the street from a bar named Sue and downstairs from Cruiser's Bar. So, you know, get a few games in, blow off some steam on your lunch or work break, or, uh, you know, sort of nimble up your reflexes before you go home. Free admission, no hassle with tickets. Classic games at classic prices. It's the Atomic Arcade, 3939 Highland Drive. And now a letter of thanksgiving from Cabin Fever. 
We are thankful for reaction action figures of rated R films like Pulp Fiction, Trick or Treat, and Alien. Thankful for Saturday Night Live candy, including real sweaty balls, dicks in a box, and dusty muffin lip gloss. Old-style painted movie posters from the 60s and 70s and the volumes of coffee table books dedicated to them. Everything Doctor Who. Game of Thrones, particularly the collectible drool-worthy pop-up book. All of our little ponies and Totoros. The passionate Dario Argento versus Lucio Fulci discussions swirling about the store at any given time. But mostly, thankful for our customers. To Geek Show, to people who show us appreciation by mentioning how great the store is. Thankful for people who buy local. Most of all, we are thankful for the laughter. Stop by Cabin Fever this month and tell them what you're thankful for. They look forward to meeting you. Cabin Fever, located in the heart of historic Trolley Square, open seven days a week at the corner of 700 East and 600 South. And from everyone at Cabin Fever to you, happy Thanksgiving. So what's happening at Dr. Volt's in November? Well, strange and mysterious things are going on at Gotham by Midnight. Follow Jim Corrigan and his new series by Ray Fox and Ben Templesmith. It's out now. Out this month is the complete Batman TV series from the 60s. I am looking forward to this. All 120 episodes of campy goodness from Adam West. Matt Fraction has a new series called Odyssey. This series is sure to show that uh, Fraction still has what it takes to take us on a weird and wonderful ride. November is also Marvel Comics' new release month for a number of new series. First off, Falcon as Captain America. Next up is the start of the Spider-Verse, with Spider-Woman returning to comics and a huge crossover event featuring Spider-Men from across the multiverse. And finally, there's a new company called Red Giant Entertainment. They're releasing four new giant-sized comics designed to appeal to a wide range of readers. The best part is is that all these books will be free yeah all you have to do is come in and pick up one that appeals to you of course if you were to pick up something else while you were in the store to help the shop dave wouldn't say no <laughs> dr volt's comic connection 2043 east 3300 south open seven days a week dr volt's dyson show <laughs> dyson show <laughs> Broken news, welcome to it. Woohoo! The episode. Dyson Show. <laughs> oh, yeah. Nice. nice. Hey, that means we're recording again next week. Yes. Oh, yeah. yeah. Yes, indeed. Exciting. But uh, Dyson Show is uh, the episode that you're listening to right now. Uh, welcoming uh, to the basement for Broken News. Hello. Uh, Jimmy Martin is back. Hey. Good old Hollywood. Yeah. How <laughs> <laughs> was Hollywood? I hear children. <laughs> yeah, I know. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I was fun, you know. Uh, you know, I, I, these junkets are pretty crazy. You fly, you know, down to LA or across the country or some other parts of the world, maybe coming up, and then you kind of sit there for a while. <laughs> you know, it's just weird. You, you, there's a lot of sitting and a lot of pondering what you're going to ask people for the four minutes that you have with them. But uh, but it was fun though. Uh, oh, and yeah, when I talked to you guys, I hadn't gone into the interviews yet. That's right. We uh, we talked to you just as you were walking in. Yeah, that's right. Uh, I interviewed uh, Jason Sudeikis, Jason Bateman, and Charlie Day all together. How much of that were you, were you able to broadcast on Channel 2? <laughs> of a four-and-a-half-minute four interview? <laughs> One minute, 52 seconds. <laughs> but uh, but we'll, uh, we'll have the full, uh, the full interview video-wise on like Big Movie Mouth Off and whatnot, and then uh, I'm sure we'll have the audio here, too. Do you want to stick it on the end of this episode? Uh for the horrible bosses, it'd be next week. Next week, okay. <laughs> this week, I'd love to stick on the uh, the theory of everything. Theory of there everything, yeah. All right, the, the Stephen Hawking biopic. But uh, stay till the end of the episode for that. Then, yeah, it's it's fun. Um, who did, who did you interview? For theory of everything, it was Felicity Jones, 
who was in uh, Amazing Spider-Man. Mm-hmm. And because uh, they, they were given hints. What is she? Is she uh, Black Cat? Or, yeah, possibly. Yeah, 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 possibly. But they weren't Felicia Hardy. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And um, and then uh, Eddie Redmayne, who I think at this point in time. Eddie Redmayne? Yeah. Sounds like a fucking wrestler. <laughs> <laughs> he's not. He's crippled. Well, he's in the, in the movie's crippled. He's Stephen Hawking. He's, I'm telling you what, up. Eddie Redmayne's going to run wild all over you. <laughs> Is that Stephen Hawking's box now? Yeah. <laughs> I will run wild over you. <laughs> what you going what to do? What are you going to do? When there. Stephen Hawking runs wild all over you. <laughs> but the, uh, no, I, I think he might get nominated for Best Actor. I think he, he, he was, probably will. He's really good in it. But uh, yeah, so I uh, guess stick to the round. Stick right. around for the end of this Stay one. till the end. But uh, the interview with Jimmy Martin and Felicity Jones and Eddie Redmayne. Eddie Redmayne. <laughs> <laughs> it, uh, it made me laugh with the horrible bosses one though, because I was uh, our our producer over KTV. Let's just say she's on the conservative side. No. Oh. And uh, and so there's the part where uh, I asked him about um, you know you, you, George Carlin talking about you can you know tell you know any kind of joke you shouldn't hold back. And they're like, oh yeah, and Porky Pig raping Elmer Fudd, and they're like, <laughs> and they're like, yeah. And he goes like, well, the guy who <laughs> goes talk tell that the guy who owns the the pig farm who got raped by a pig. I don't think that's funny. <laughs> <laughs> so she's like, yeah, we can't air that. I'm like, yeah, I know that one. And then uh, there's and there's some other shit at the end too. You'll, you'll hear it all, but next week. But it all was, right, it was funny. Uh, so uh, Jay Whitaker has returned. What's up? How we doing? From his. Uh, Tour of the Great Northwest. Yeah, Great Northwest. It was a good time. Seattle International Comedy Competition. Thank you. Um, I got to say what's up to the uh, Greenbergs. I, I stayed with them. Oh, hey, Greenbergs. Big, yeah, big geek show and media. Darcy Granberg? Greenberg? Yeah, yeah. Granberg. Yeah, Granberg. Yeah, I, was Granberg? Screwed, I just screwed it up. Hey, Granberg. Yeah, but Darcy and Evan uh, stayed with them. Uh, ended up doing a podcast with them as well, mm-hmm. where we played Cards Against Humanity. And for those who can't tell, you can hear my son in the background He's yapping, playing Super Smash Bros. over there. He's talking to the screen. Yeah. His, his, Why? That, that's Loki Jr. in the background. But, he doesn't uh, know we're here even anymore. I know he doesn't. Yeah, he, he's, he's, he's completely zoned out. He's, he's humming something. I don't know. Well, should I see if my teacher look will work on him? Yeah. Oh, okay. Hold on. <laughs> he's not even. No. Nope, no. No, no. It'll work. Trust no, me. No, it won't. <laughs> All right. It's not going to work? You guys, go ahead. <laughs> no, but uh, I took I took eighth overall in in the in the preliminaries. Mm-hmm. Uh, just missed the top five. Top five between fourth place and eighth place was like dead. It was like point two a decimal point difference. It was point really? two good jokes. Yeah, no, uh, that's two tenths of a percent. Yeah, I know. I, I so, but I. What do, is it with me? Like giving all the math and lessons. Well, you're, stuff a, you're a teacher. Oh, that's right, right. But I do take the Geek Show fans, and um, I will come. I'm coming to do some dishes, and uh, I got I got a list to pay. So now I'm home. I'm paying. <laughs> Let me know when the winners need to be in the basement. Mm-hmm. All right. And uh, Mr. B is here. He has taught me how to divide on my calculator. I really can't believe that you didn't know how to do that. I had no idea how oh, to divide. Really? I still screw no, it up. No, just like dividing. Just dividing. Like, put... like 49 divided by 7? Yeah, yeah, he didn't know you had to put the dividend in first. What, what, now, maybe <laughs> next time you can teach me how to do percentages because I oh, do... Oh, I can tell you that. I do that right now. I do, I do need to learn how to do that. Well, you just divide the... Uh, you just switch them. You switch the two? Yeah. And that's You put percent? the divisor, you divide... Yeah. Okay. So if you want to find out what... Like what? What three percent of sixty is? Three percent of sixty. Sixty. Uh, so which one do divided? I? Which one do I enter first? It's three divided by sixty. Three divided by sixty, and that's the percentage. Uh-huh. <laughs> oh. Oh, I three divided by point sixty. Sorry. Point sixty. Math oh, is hard. No. I still don't. Look, I, still... I just I just need to know how to use the calculator. Yeah. That's all. Just ask Siri. Yeah. I, have, I have to. I have to. <laughs> there we go. 
Why am I even bothering with Mr. B when I'm um, Siri? <laughs> in these days of high-stake uh, high testing, I have to be able to, like, super fast calculate percentages so I can shame children. Good. Oh. <clears throat> shame them. Because Siri they, they was 65 it. divided by 3. Let me have a look. <laughs> it looks like the answer is approximately 21.6667. So that does work. Yep. All right. <laughs> I just found out it, that, that was a new difference from uh, your a new discovery is, for me. Your ass is grass, Mr. B. I well, got Siri. whatever. <laughs> That's going to be the worst way for I was just listening, I was listening to NPR and like, all technology could crash in the next decade anyway. So. Really? <laughs> Good luck with that. The Skynet. <laughs> the worst cheating method for kids in classroom. Hey, Siri, what's, what is the three? Who is buried in Grant's tomb, Siri? <laughs> Siri, how do you say third show in Japanese? Daisan show. <laughs> right. She would reply with, let me check on that. <laughs> God damn it, Siri. God. Shut up, you bitch. Shut up. <laughs> I will kill you. All right. <laughs> Uh, anyway, so... You're never going to use this. <laughs> <laughs> All right, uh, broken news, let's get right to it. There's, there's so much! There's a lot of stuff to cover, and we could spend a whole segment of a show talking about Glenn Larson. Oh, Glenn. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, he created some of the most awful, yet wonderfully enduring shows ever. Uh, the best ones of all time. He uh, he is still, you know, from the grave, will be influencing pop culture for the next 25 years. Right, because they're going to remake all this shit in a exactly. movie. Exactly. <laughs> well, I mean, they've started, they've started with Six Million Dollar Man. They did it with Battlestar Galactica. I'm sure there's going to be another version of Quincy on TV eventually, which was the right. first the first CSI. Yeah. All yeah. right. Was Quincy. Was Jack the, Klugman. Do you think the, the announcement of Mark Wahlberg doing the Six Billion Dollar Man killed him? No. <laughs> <laughs> I think when he, no, it was, esophag- it was esophagus cancer, right? It was esophageal, yes. Well, I don't know. I don't know how to say that. Hey, look how fast they can run. Yeah. I'm running um, so fast. <laughs> Magnum PI. I mean, here's the thing, and I did not know this about him, but he was he was a member of a 1950s pop group called the Four Preps, whom you have heard, whether you yeah. re- realize it or not. Uh, the Four Preps. Did he do the Four uh, Preps? They were he, like a they were like a boy band. Yeah, did a doo wop. Yeah, like a doo wop kind okay. of a white boy band. You know, kind did of he thing. do Night Rider? Yeah, he did Night Rider. Uh, he yeah, did man. do Night Rider. Yeah, uh, he uh, a st- Fall Guy, I believe. Yeah, Fall Guy. He started off just. You know, writing episodes of shows. Uh, he's he produced uh, "It Takes a Thief" with Robert Robert Wagner. You have to say his <laughs> yeah. name like that. <laughs> Robert Wagner, McLeod, Dennis Weaver, uh, Six Million Dollar Man, uh, Alias Smith and Jones, BJ and the Bear. <laughs> Shut the fuck, up. BJ and the Bear, BJ and the Bear, and the Seven Lady Truckers. Yes, Switch, Sheriff also, Lobo, also with Robert Wagner, <laughs> um, Manimal. Oh, shit! <laughs> Manimal was his. Yeah. And, of course, The Misadventures of Sheriff Lobo. Yeah! Oh, of course. Was his. Uh, the He put The Odd Couple on TV, even though wow. it was a play originally. Uh, yeah. Uh, I, I mean, seriously, we could we could go on. Uh, his, what his, didn't he do? His favorite thing, though, that he says was Battlestar Galactica. Huh. Uh, because it was, you know, influenced by he was a Mormon. Uh-huh. It was influenced by his Mormon beliefs. Ah. Because uh, the planet Kolob, Kolob and the Council of the Twelve. The Council of the Twelve. You're sealed. You're not married. You're sealed. Yeah. Uh, a lot of Mormon shit in the original Battlestar. I did Galactica. not know that. Go back and look. Uh, so he, but that, that was his favorite. He did a show called Adam's Ark before Battlestar Galactica. 
with Gene Kuhn from Star Trek. Uh, he, he, I'm just, I'm looking at this, and here's my favorite part: uh, Harlan Ellison, of course, who invented everything sci-fi. Everything. <laughs> I, I hesitate to tell him about H.G. Wells, yeah. but uh, you know, ask Harlan, he'll tell you. He invented it, and everyone's stealing it from him. <laughs> um, he referred to Glenn Larson as Glenn Larceny. Uh, <laughs> wow. <laughs> Clever. Um, I see what he did And there. it's been pointed out that a lot of the times what Glenn would do is that a popular movie would be in the theaters, and he would make a television ripoff of it. And it's true. I bet. Uh, it, did he do Airwolf? I bet he did Airwolf. I, he did not do Airwolf. Because they're but, like Blue Thunder, Airwolf. But, <laughs> but when, for example, when Butch Tron Ca- Auto Man. When well, he did rip off Tron for Auto Man. But yeah. when Butch Cassidy and the Sundance Kid was in theaters, he created Alias Smith and Jones TV series. Oh yeah, yeah. Same huh. thing. Uh, when uh, Coogan's Bluff and Every Which Way But Loose were in theaters, he created McCloud and BJ and the Bear. Yeah. You know, I love funny. BJ and the Bear. And uh, he, he caught a lot of shit for that, but he didn't ever apologize for it because he said it worked. So you he know? said, motherfucker needs to get paid. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, uh, his influence, like I said, will be felt for the next 25 years. Oh, he did Magnum P.I. He did yeah. Magnum P.I., yes. He based Magnum P.I. on his own situation. <laughs> Selleck was under contract at Universal Had done a couple of pilots Was obligated to do Magnum P.I. It was also written by Donald uh, Belisario uh, Larson said We got the star, it was a perfect fit I had a house over in Hawaii And a guy like Magnum Lived in the house and took care of it So he based it on this guy That he hired <laughs> To watch his own goddamn house yeah, he's like, What's weird, his name was Tom Selleck But then he decided that instead of a TV show producer you know, character. I'll, uh, he really liked Harold Robbins, the writer. Yeah. So that's where he created Robin, Robin Masters from. So he was like, what? A, <laughs> yeah. He's like, hey, you know what I'm going to do? <laughs> I'm going gonna, I'm gonna, I'm gonna to make a TV show based on that piece of shit that lives in my house. Exactly. <laughs> Here's another. Hardy Boys, Nancy Drew Mysteries. That's okay. him? That was him. Buck Rogers in the 25th century. Dude. This guy's uh, like my entire childhood. That, 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 I know. There would have been nothing least, to watch on TV. Yeah. Auto Man, Masquerade. Auto Man. <laughs> um, cover Up. Uh, he wow. He just, he did a ton of fucking shows and just recently got back together with the four preps in 2004 for a reunion I show. Wow. That. I was trying to pull it up on my phone. <laughs> <laughs> he had nine kids in his fine Mormon way. So Mormondom and geekdom are getting together and wishing him well on his journey. <laughs> I wish he had taken a note from The Simpsons and actually made Nightboat. Nightboat. <laughs> There's always a channel or canal. <laughs> what is this? It's the four preps. The four preps? Do we really want to listen to the four preps? <laughs> yeah, that's the kind of shit they did. Yeah. <laughs> this sounds like music I couldn't drink a water fountain out of. <laughs> This is this is separate water fountain music. Yeah, yeah that's what it's there'd be there'd be a separate exit. Yeah. I mean, entrance and exit for but you equal. to go to the concert. But equal. Yeah, there'd just be a balcony. <laughs> this is from the soundtrack called "Separate Water Fountains." That's funny. All right, it's one of my favorite uh, tragedy romances. <laughs> but that's what. Uh, that's what blew up the internet this week. But then there was also the other big blow up. And ordinarily, I t- I'm here to tell the internet to calm down. Yeah. Ordinarily. 
This Fantastic Four Fuck movie, this movie does not sound like it's what happened. Fuck this okay. movie. Well, the I'm more not, I hear about it, the see, more I'm just like, it gets done. Worse. And this is the mistake, is that they're letting them talk too much. They're yeah. letting the people involved in the show talk too much. I understand now why J.J. keeps a tight lid. I yeah. understand why all the Marvel projects tight lid on this shit. Sure. Uh, because you had you you know you you had other members of this cast saying things like I I I don't like the comic books I don't read the comic <laughs> books and shit like comic that. books are stupid comic books are stupid which gets everybody excited yeah and uh, but but here's the latest that we got now Jeff was very excited about the casting of and he's a good actor Toby Kebble uh, is is Doctor Doom in this okay he's he played Koba in uh, the Planet of the Apes yeah oh, okay. okay. Yeah. Is he, he going to look like that? He's a good actor. <laughs> He's going to be a monkey. He never takes the motion cap suit off. <laughs> He's a good actor. But when he's been talking about their take on Doom, there's a mild change, he says. Oh. It's, it's just mild. Now, remember, Dr. Uh, Victor Von Doom, Dr. Doom, monarch of an Eastern European country. Yeah, like the fake one there. That he went, he went to college with Reed. Yeah. Yeah. And uh, they they had disagreements, and and uh, oh, he was horribly disfigured, and that's why he wears this iron mask. Yeah. Um, but anyway, there's a mild change. Just mild, guys. Turns Just out that beansy, beansy. turns out that Doctor Doom will have become, in the words of the actor who plays him, a a very antisocial programmer. He's a hacker. <sighs> Toby Kebbell says he's Victor Domashev. He's not Victor Von Doom in our story. Okay. Uh, the Doom in ours, I'm a programmer. I'm a very antisocial programmer, and on blogging sites, I'm Doom. He's Doom. He's a blogger. And that's where so the he's name a troll. Doom he's a, yeah. comes from. Yeah. Um, right. Yeah. So Doom's a blogger. All right. Yeah. There you go. A uh, blogger? Uh-huh. Yeah. What the fuck? Can we never... Now, now again, you... I would urge... No. Ordinar- no. Ordinarily... No, I am I... urging... I am urging open rebellion. <laughs> <laughs> fuck that. That's terrible. Like... Can we not get a good... Like, Doctor Doom is like one of the iconic yeah. Marvel villains. And you're gonna... And he's never been done right. Oh, uh, excuse never. me. Corman did it just fine. <laughs> <laughs> no. <laughs> but I mean, he's a brilliant... <sighs> he's a blogger. A Remember if they like actually like went in and like did like the science and sorcery stuff? Like how scary Doctor Doom could be? Well, didn't they kind of try that with the the one that no. they did with Jessica Alba? Wow, he was kind of Doctor Doomish, and I liked yeah. the actor. Yeah. He was at least it was powerful. A guy, yeah. It was a guy from a uh, Nip Tuck. Yeah, I liked the actor. No, no, that was fantastic. We're going down all the way to blogger, blogger. Like, yeah, he's blogger. Not, that's not even. A, He's not. He doesn't have his own country. He doesn't. Yeah, uh, I'm just. Saying, yeah. I imagine like Doctor Doom shows up and he's got like Cheeto dust on his fucking yeah. cape. And <laughs> he's like, hey guys, what's up? He's like, he's, he's like, eating Cheetos through the mask. Yeah, <laughs> my armor's yeah. getting. Snug. And let me and let me guess. Doctor Doom is the name that he gets like from his avatar from playing that's, WoW. That's, that's ah. his. That's his shit. His me. blogger name is Doom. Get the f- oh, his, uh, his, come on. his cape that he wears is actually just a snuggie. Yes. God, <laughs> he he wears the he wears the mask to cover up his horrible acne. <laughs> I just, you know, ordinarily I would say calm down, but nope. I don't know. Oh I'm, man, you know, pro- calm this, down for what? All this <laughs> other, all this other shit I'm hearing about this movie no. is like, you know, what it's going to be promos, yeah. promo sponsors, Mountain Dew, yep, Doritos, uh-huh. and Xbox. There you go, <laughs> Doritos. Well, I'm just loving too. Like Marvel is just also like, hey, hey, 
Fox movies. Hey, fuck you guys. Guess what we're going to do? <laughs> we're, we're, we're canceling the Fantastic Four. <laughs> yeah, they did. The they did. Marvel Comics. And you know what else they're doing? Canceled the Fantastic it. Four. Did and, they? Yeah. Uh-huh. Wow. And it was they're, they're also s- switching shit up. I think they're trying yeah. to make uh, the X-Men like almost gone in the Marvel Universe. Mm-hmm. I think we said this a long, long time ago and it would never work, but it'd be great if they made a deal. If Marvel made a deal with all the people who own their rights, so like Sony and you know Fox, they'd be like, okay, if you make your movie, if you get less than 60% on Rotten Tomatoes, yeah. you lose the rights. <laughs> well, <laughs> like a bet, huh? Yeah. You know yeah. Well, I mean, look, they already, they already killed, uh, they killed Wolverine. He's dead in the comics. Yeah. For now. And then, like, um, they're really making a push uh, with the Inhumans. Yeah, that's I, their next thing. I, I, the Inhumans are, I think they're trying to do exactly the Marvel comics. And I think they're introducing them on S.H.I.E.L.D. I think so, Terry. That's what I think, too. <laughs> they might as well. Yeah. Well, I mean, I'm all, I'm all for benefiting your own your own brand, but I don't think they should, you know, get rid of Fantastic Four and Wolverine and all that just to, to spite the other I think people. they're just hanging on to them. What I would like to see is, I mean, Disney's got all the balls in Hollywood right now, right? All of them. I would go to, who, who's it, Fox, Sony making the Fantastic Four movie? I'd say I'd say, tell you what. Uh, we would like to buy this film, bury it in the desert, and then we'd like to buy the rights from you. What do you say? I just, I wonder, I mean, I'd I like to go back can and you, look at... Can you imagine what, like, a Disney-Marvel combination could do? Mm-hmm. With Fantastic with Four? Fanta- well, they did it with The Incredibles, didn't yeah. they? Yeah. So, yeah. Yeah. you know. That's, well, I mean, really, that's what The Incredibles is. I mean, yeah. his powers are pretty much the same. Exactly. It, it should be some kind of, I mean, deal. I mean, like, seriously, I mean... It, they never get rid of it. They won't. Because no. It's such a great brand. No. But it's one of the first, you know, Marvel Comics creations that uh, Stan, you know, put on paper. But I mean, Jack Kirby. I'd be curious to see, you know, uh, Rise of the Silver Surfer, if that made money. I can't remember. I, you know, I never saw it in theaters. I I'm just, sure was, I'm sure it made it made its money back. Yeah, I mean, yeah. you know. On as, long as, it makes, as long as it makes its money back, they're never going to get rid of it. But, yeah. you know, the second that you have a flop, then you're going to have an issue. Yeah. You know, I just, but I, I, I would love to see that bet. Because then it would be like, Wow, we should probably stop fucking around, right? And, and make something good. <laughs> well, meanwhile, um, Captain America: Civil War. Uh, they've added a character, uh, well, an actor. They're not saying what the character is. Uh, the actor is Daniel Bruhl. He was in Inglorious Bastards. Um, he was also in. Uh, I think he was in Rush. I think Daniel. he was the other. Oh yeah, he was yeah, the yeah, German. Yeah, he's good. He's the. Uh, I don't know if he's German, but yeah, he's the one who was up against uh, yeah. Chris Hemsworth. Um, Kevin Feige said, uh, I, I like his ability to deliver intense, nuanced performances. We don't know who he's playing. Deadline, Deadline claims he's going to be a villain in the film. Variety says that he will be a minor villain who carries over into Doctor Strange. Hmm. But I can't find anyone that's... A minor villain... That's just speculation, but Variety is a pretty good, right? Huh. Pretty good source. But I mean, so you say minor villain, it could be like uh, Backtrack and in, in Winter Soldier. Yeah, just show it up could for be. a second and be in and out, you know. Yeah. And then and then go to Doctor Strange for whatever reason. Yeah. But anyway, so there you go. Um, what a waste! This is good news. This is really good news. I guess Doctor Doom got his internet connections <laughs> severed. He's still using AOL. <laughs> <laughs> 
Doom despises dial-up. And his websites, his blogs on like GeoCities or something. This is going to be the scene where like, Mom, get off the phone. I'm using the internet. I, Richards, I will delete you from my MySpace page. Richards, I oh, I pwned you, you noob. LOL, Ruffle. Ruffle. All right. No, this is good news. Uh, it's uh, it's it's an Evil Dead TV series. Yay! Uh, and it's called Ash versus Evil Dead, <laughs> and it's Sam Raimi, and it's Bruce Campbell, and it's on Showtime. So it's no, no, be, stars, uh, stars. So I'm it's, cool with that. Gonna be how, many, how many episodes does it say? It's Ten episodes. Be? You said. That, that was the best 20-second news I've ever heard. Yeah. I, w- I was talking to somebody about it yesterday, and she was like, well, what are they going to do? Yeah. They're like, what's it going to be about? I'm like, Ash. Ash? <laughs> well, because what I read about it Deadites? is... What it, I heard. I read that it's like set like like 20 years after... Yeah. Um, the, Army of the, Darkness. Army of Darkness. And he's still like a stock boy at the yeah. uh, right. at the S Smart with his <laughs> metal hand. Of course he and is. And he's just kind of a shit bag and he's got <laughs> and he's been banging chicks. And yeah. He's That's just kind awesome. of a loser. Yeah. Yeah. And so then, I, I think it's gonna be fun. Ten ten episodes of like mini series or are they gonna Ten episode half hour. Well, I mean like are they planning seasons of this? If it? if people like it. Okay. They'll continue cool. if people like it. Nice. So that's good news. I'm sure Bruce would happily cash those checks. You're right. <laughs> Absolutely. Well, Burnos is gone. So. Um, let's see. I got a couple more superhero movie things, and then a then a tech thing here. Um, um, well, uh, tech, you say, Richards? <laughs> <laughs> uh, more Batman v Superman news. All right. I don't care anymore. Did you know that Bruce Wayne's parents were murdered? What's this now? And that that's like one of the things that make him decide. Oh, did you know that Bruce Wayne is Batman? Um, what the fuck are you even talking about? They're shooting this the, is the Wayne, first time hearing about this. They're shooting the Wayne murder sequence. Of course, they, of course. Are. they Again. have to. They have to. No, they I mean, don't. They don't. Just like it's kind of it's rite of passage. It's you got to do it. It's just like Uncle Ben. I think you could get away without. <laughs> I think so you too. could, but you know, what, you know what? I bet they do. Flashback, real quick. I'm you know, sure that's what it is. Maybe like, maybe like a nightmare sequence and just something like that. Just, you know, just buy the footage from Gotham. There you go. They did it best. Uh-huh. They did it best. That was actually pretty good. And then there's this. And I actually pity whoever gets the job as being director on Wonder Woman. I mean, by the time you hear this, we'll probably have a director. Yeah. I heard there's rumors. But I, I read this story and, and I'm like, that's a lot of pressure. Because they're talking to uh, Lexi Alexander, who's one of the people that they were talking about doing it. Mm-hmm. And she did uh, Punisher Warzone and a bunch of other stuff. She said, here, here's what she said. Imagine the weight on my shoulders. How many male super mo- superhero movies fail? So now we finally get Wonder Woman with a female director. Imagine if it fails. You have no control over the marketing or budget. So without any control, you carry the fucking weight of gender equality for both characters and women directors. No uh, fucking way. No big deal. It's also a period piece. <laughs> and then there's that part. <laughs> Allegedly. Yeah. I, I mean, it's going to be tough. But you know. And then she said that she heard uh, someone who, who they'd really like to have do it. And they said, hey, if she says yes, everybody will be happy, including me. I just don't see at this point why anyone would say yes to that project. 
huge pressure. If a, a female director does fail, then all of a sudden it's all women suck at directing and you can't have female superheroes. I, I mean, wow. there's going to be that, that interpretation, but you know, I would say the, the person that probably should take it on is somebody like Catherine Bigelow, yeah, who has successes behind her, and yeah. she's like, "Fuck this!" Like, I know how to direct a film. You bring, I, you bring a newcomer on. I think if you're Warner Brothers, you you spend whatever money it takes to get a Catherine Bigelow. Yeah, seriously, because it's that important. Well, you you bring on somebody who's just got television credits, or even like yeah. I mean, uh, music videos. You know, sometimes they go to those, and if if something bad happens, that I would say that person's career is almost fucked because mm -hmm. they'll be, "Oh, you're the one who screwed up Wonder Woman." And let's see. Now, uh, oh, yes. Um, Marvel is seeking to subpoena Google. Hmm. I heard about this. I'm trying to think what it was. Over the Avengers Age of Ultron leak. That's right. Yeah. They want to find out who leaked it, what? which... which well, it's weird because it's going to direct them right back to their own office. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> oh, it was us. It was uh, no, it was Doctor Doom. That's who it was. Richards. The guy that did us could be like, oh, sorry. Be like, Mickey Mouse, get it? Oh, oh, no, no, sorry. They're, they're gonna be like, Joss, you son of a bitch. <laughs> <laughs> sorry. No, <laughs> see the, this this to me. They're looking for a guy named John Gazelle. Who posted a file of the film on a uh, Google Drive account? On he was eaten by a guy named John Lyon. <laughs> <laughs> on October 22nd, a lawyer at Marvel uh, sent Google a takedown notice pursuant to the Digital Millennium Copyright Act requesting Google remove the file. Marvel wants more identifying information about this guy. They want the IP address, they want the uh, uh, YouTube and Google Plus accounts, they want all of it. Two, two things. Yeah. I still think that's bullshit. <laughs> I think they did it themselves, and you're not going to take me away from that. Okay. Second of all, why do you really care? You broke every record yeah. of, of trailers being watched. So, if anything, the guy kind of helped you out. Because everybody yeah. was like, I just, oh, fuck it, Link! You know? <laughs> well, they, don't want, they really want people to watch S.H.I.E.L.D. <laughs> That's probably true, too. That's the deal. <laughs> That's why they're pissed. They, they, they that, was their, that was their big thing. Yeah. Was to get they you took to a shit Shield. right in their punch bowl. Yes. <laughs> I can hey, guys, want some punch? Everybody's going to watch S.H.I.E.L.D. <laughs> Oh. oh, there's poo in it. Oh, no. I can see why they're pissed. I can see it, honestly. Hey, I'm going to say, S.H.I.E.L.D., getting better. Getting yeah, better. it is. I, I, I'm, I'm getting caught that up. That shit's a tillin', man. I'm getting caught up, and that I see shit's where a things are going. I'm, I'm liking it. You, you know, uh, uh, that shit's I, a tillin'. I think so. <laughs> you know how I know that I'm living a good time with television? I'm getting confused on my superhero stories. I'm oh, like, no. I'm like, wait a minute. What that was? No, that was oh. Flash. Because then I loved it on this episode of Flash because... Uh, I loved something, too. Mm-hmm. Lots of things. What I was going to say is, is that Lee pointed out like a couple episodes ago that when he's running on the treadmill, the fastest speed he had was 300 miles an hour. Mm -hmm. And now he's like, how fast do I have to go to run on water? And they're like 600. And he's like, boom. <laughs> <laughs> also, did you notice who appeared at the end of the episode? No, did because it? it cut off. Oh, yeah. Mine may have cut off, too. Yeah. Who? Who? Gorilla Grog. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. I, did see that. <laughs> I didn't. I did not see that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Jimmy. Face. Hey, I agreed like a couple weeks ago that they were bringing yeah, the Gorilla Grodd. I knew they were going to do that. Okay. Yeah, he what, what did we see? Because again, it cut off on mine. Uh, so. Cut off on mine too, but I know it was on there. I'm going to go. Oh. I have to go. I'm going to go make get a stew, and I'm going to uh, let my because um, the what the on demand one will show it. Yeah. So I just have to let it run all the way through. <laughs> yeah, you have to. They won't let you fast forward on that. Um, I right. remember Jimmy was like, "There's no fucking way they'll ever have Gorilla Grodd on this show." When it started, no fucking way they're gonna have a talking mean old monkey. I can tell you what they showed because I, I did see it. It was you um, did find it. No, it was um, 
uh, it's a flashback with the general and Tom okay. Tom Cavanaugh. Yeah. Like, and it was like five years ago. And he's like, you know, I know what you're planning on doing and blah, blah, this. And then uh, he's like, get out of my office. You mm-hmm. know, you, I, we don't agree. We, we, we have the same goal, but not the same means of getting there. Yeah. So general leaves, gets out, and he walks into this like dark room. And he's like, don't worry. Like, I won't let him do anything to you. Oh. I've got better plans for you. And then it shows the grill, like, sitting in, like, the cage. Like, and it just, and the, the camera pans out and says, garage. <laughs> oh, okay. I, I, yeah. But you do see the gorilla. Okay. Yeah. And he's moving around. It looks pretty good. It's All not right. just, like, some fucking idiot in a suit. <laughs> um, uh, Gotham getting set to introduce Scarecrow. How do you do that? Well, it's the father of Scarecrow. Oh. oh, because we're breaking. Since we're breaking the story now, the villain will be seen as a child before he takes on the Scarecrow moniker. It's something that will be passed on to him from his father. <laughs> I hope his dad is always like jumping around a corner and scaring the kid. Boom! <laughs> <Shit>. <laughs> or he just always sprays him with that gas and gives him nightmares every night before he goes to sleep. <laughs> um, now I've got a whole. We're running out of time. I got a whole thing here. Uh, go to. Uh, Wired Magazine, I think it is, I found this from. Sony is uh, set to launch PlayStation View, an online TV service hmm. that will give you cable channels. So that it's, it's, it's kind of a game changer. I'll tell you about it uh, some other time because we're out of time. But uh, kind of a big deal that Maya pointed me in that direction. But we will get into it. And finally this. Uh, I know you're looking forward to this movie. I truly am. What? An early AFM deal. You can see the trailer online if you go online. Uh, Freestyle Releasing and Freestyle Digital Media announced today they've acquired theatrical and video on-demand rights to the highly anticipated Zombeavers. Beavers. Zombeavers. Zombeavers. It looks fan-fucking-tastic. The the director says this may very well be the most important film you'll ever see (laughs) (laughs) about zombie beavers. Um, Follows three college girls who go on a carefree vacation of drinking games, topless sunbathing, and sexual exploration. Their frolicking fun comes to an abrupt end when toxic zombie beavers try to eat them. (laughs) Everybody, Google the trailer, watch the trailer. It looks hilarious. There you go. All one word, zombieavers. Zombieavers. So there you go. Uh, anything uh, I got a two two reviews. Oh real yes, fast. yes. And it's funny you brought that up because I was like, wait a minute, I just saw Zombievers like on IMDb because I was looking up somebody, and it turns out that somebody, an actress in the first film review, is in Zombievers. <gasps> uh, Dumb and Number Two, star of Zombievers. Uh, Ra- <laughs> Rachel Melvin's in it, but uh, uh, so Dumb and Number Two, the Fairley Brothers have decided that twenty years, which fuck, I feel old after that. Uh, you know, uh, they want to bring back uh, Lloyd Christmas and Harry Dunn. And uh, so Jim Carrey, uh, Jeff Daniels are back. I will give you this. The, the idea that after the, the horrific experience that Jim Carrey endured um, from, uh, was it Holly, Holly Sampson? Mm-hmm. Is that what her name was? Whatever it was. Or Mary. Mary Sampson. Yeah. Uh, that she was married at the end of it. So now he's gone into a coma. And so he <laughs> has, for 20 years, has been sitting there in this wheelchair. And uh, Jeff Daniels has come every Wednesday to give him food and try to pep him up and change his diapers and everything. Turns out, complete fucking joke. <laughs> just decided, just, just said fuck. It. Like, and he's like, "You've been doing this for twenty years." He's like, "Yeah, <laughs> I got gotcha, you." You know, gotcha. Yeah. And so, uh, so the story is, is that uh, Jeff Daniels finds out that he has a daughter. That's Rachel Melvin. Ah. That's who she is. Uh, okay. From some, some the star of Zombie. Star of Zombie. Well, if you said they go topless sunbathing, well, then I'm watching Zombie because that girl's hot. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> um, 
Feinstein's got a daughter uh, with Frida Felcher, who was mentioned in the first one. Mm. And I actually watched the first one, which still holds up in my opinion. <laughs> I Every time that movie's on cable, I don't care what part it's on, I watch it. Mm-hmm. Sure. And, yeah. I, and do you, the scene is the, when in the little heart-shaped hot tub, and he says, Frida Felcher, and Jim Carrey's like, oh, yeah, I remember her, like that, because he was banging her, too. Mm-hmm. Turns out she had a, a, a kid with, with Harry, uh, and it, I love it. She's played by Kathleen Turner. Jeez. And they just make fun of how mannish she is. Oh, oh <laughs> God, she she not, not. Remember how hot she was? I know. I know. Go back, go back was and look at body heat, body heat, yeah, yeah. Like body even up to the cereal mom. I thought she was kind God, of romance cereal in mom. The she, was still, she was still doing yeah. it. romance in the stone. But she's yeah. all oh. she's all naked in body heat. Uh, yeah. But just now she's like oh, she just kind of talks. Like uh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so uh, so there's that, and then the other issue is that Harry actually needs a kidney transplant. So the um, the idea is to go track down the daughter. Because uh, she gave it up, uh, gave her up for adoption, and uh, not not to really meet his daughter, he just needs a kidney. Yeah. So, oh, okay. So, um, so there's that. The, the The problem with this film is that one is that I think it's about ten years too late. Yeah. For this kind of thing. Yeah. Some of the jokes you're just like I, to to reference it, it's you know the Banaka joke at the side. Who the hell uses Banaka anymore? I don't think most people even get that joke. Yeah. Like, where do you buy Banaka anymore? I don't even know. Seven Eleven. Yeah, yeah, you can still get oh, it. Okay. okay. All right. So uh, there's that, but then it, it it the the plot is so thin that it's really just gag 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 gag. You know what I mean? With a, a semi story going on. Well, so like, is the first one. No, the first one's got a pretty direct point to it, at least in my opinion. Like, and that's the thing too. Yeah. This film felt so much longer, and I looked. I was like, God, how much longer is the original? It was only three minutes longer. And I'm like, oh, <laughs> Jesus, you know. So there's obviously a problem with that. Um, and then like really, when you start stretching for celebrity cameos, and you and I, I think they filmed this before all this shit broke out. But when you get Mama June, yeah, Mama, <laughs> and I'm just like, you are stretching. Yeah, even before all the shit broke out with his, with that news with her, yeah, yeah. you're still stretching. That you know, is, that is a stretch. Uh, yeah, it's just it doesn't hold up. I swear it's gonna be like one of those uh, franchises that and I say franchise because this is the third one. Uh, it'll be one of those ones where I always forget that there are more than just the original. You know what I mean? Like I always forget that there's sequels to Crocodile Dundee. That's my always go to. Right. I'm like, oh, how yeah. can you? That's well, not a sequel. Well, there's actually three, there's sequel. actually three Crocodile Dundee. Yeah. I'm like, oh yeah, but I don't care. So I I kind of feel that that's the way it's going to be with these ones. So it's it's not really worth it. If you love the characters, check it out. I Cat said like that was a really good rent. Well, uh, most of America disagreed with you both because it was number one at the box oh, office I'm sure it this was. week, yeah. beating just just by a bit Big Hero Six. Oh yeah, the yeah. Big Hero Six stand, stand strong. Yeah, good. Um, so it's that one. And the other one I just want to give some love to, smaller but still a, a great film, is Rosewater. Oh, yeah. Um, John Stewart from The Daily Show's uh, film oh, yeah, yeah. about, a, about a, a man, in, uh, well, a journalist in 2009 who was a arrest, or not arrest, well, arrested in Iran, but wrongfully accused of being a spy and a terrorist. And uh, Because he appeared on The Daily Show. That's the, that's the crazy part, yeah. is that they're sitting here interrogating him, and, uh, and they're saying, like, well, you, how can you say you're not? Because on this show right here, you told the reporter that you are. And he's like... Yeah, it's a comedy show, and he's like, "Well, you're saying it," and he's like, <laughs> "And he's like, why would a spy go on television and say, say I'm, I'm a, a spy?" spy. <laughs> and they're like, "Sorry." So it's it's a dramatic film. Oh yeah, okay. easily. I mean, yeah. there is humor elements in there because the, the the guy said, um, I think his name's Bashir, if I remember right, uh, said he goes, "I without losing my mind completely, I had to like have humor in it, you know, like I had to think of just how fucking ridiculous this situation is, you know." And I guess, and I guess, some of the humor is really subtle. There's, there's yeah. a part where the guy who's interrogating him and torturing him is telling him, "You've got to call your wife and tell her to stop talking shit." Yeah. you know, because yeah. she's all over the media and yep. everything. So you got to call your wife and tell her to stop. And he hands him the phone and he goes, 
You have to dial nine to get out. Yep. You have to dial nine to get out. <laughs> there's that. And then there's like, what's great is that I, to get the, they call him specialist, I believe, you know, basically his torture off his back, is that he started telling, he just started making up stories. He's like, uh, I do have some sins to confess. Um, mm-hmm. I love massages. <laughs> and he's like, what do you mean massages? You know, like massages. Like that. And he's like, and he's like, why did you go to New Jersey? And he's like, they have a massage palace. That's amazing. <laughs> so he's just, and the guy's like, tell me more. Like, they, they, you know, he's just like, you know, this conservative guy who probably yeah. you know, thinking anything, you know, uh, about women is just, you know, a sin completely. And he's just in, like trying to get information from it's it's a great film shot beautifully acted well mm. um john stewart did a really really good job so i want to see it yeah check it out it's it's a, it's a good one what do you give it uh three probably, probably three three stars yeah okay, okay. i All mean right. for a first time director i mean yeah i've seen much 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 worse All right so uh, and i was gonna say i just want to like you talked about birdman a couple weeks ago yeah <laughs> i finally went and saw it uh saturday <laughs> night it's something, right? Holy shit! I, like I said, I don't know what happened still in that need movie. To see this movie, uh, but it is amazing. Like if you like film, mm-hmm. go see this movie. Okay, like Just it's it's really like the art of filmmaking. Yeah, anything. yeah, and the performances are great. I like I think it's some of the best work that um, Edward Norton's done in oh, forever. Yeah, yeah. And, and everybody has like a little showcase moment mm-hmm. in that movie. It's. Really good. There's actually a, a featurette you can find online where they where they talk about how they matched the shots because I mean it looks like one long shot. It's, it's insane. Yeah, but it's but they were like no like we could do so much and then we had to stop and then we had to you know start again. But like they use it's some new program I think they're using. It's almost like Photoshop but for film, and so they can like mm. put light on your face where it wasn't there before and like that. So it's it, oh. you know, and match it perfectly. And Interesting. Go, go and then they start going I'm, off. Again. I don't know if you felt like me. Like I felt like nervous through that movie. I I just felt kind of. I was just on edge. Yeah, right? I was like... But just... more not in a bad way. No, no, no. I I was more on edge, and we talked about it maybe an episode ago, just of watching something that has never been done before Uh in that Mm -hmm. sense. You know, just watching, again, the art of filmmaking, you know. That's cool. So, and I think, again, I said with Eddie Redmayne, I I think Michael Keaton could easily get nominated. So... It was like watching somebody's dream, almost. mm -hmm. Like you were watching somebody's... Like Like a documentary, like Gone Bad or something? No, just like... You know how like dreams okay, are okay. just kind of weird, and, yeah, yeah. Okay, and, like mind. you have those dreams where you wake up and you're like, oh, "That seemed really real," but then like this happened, and that yeah. doesn't. So I don't know. It's it's I, a great movie. I really liked it. I've been telling people if you're a fan of Michelle Gondry, like that of that, you know Michelle Gondry. Mm-hmm. Uh, well, Green and, Hornet, Green Hornet, but we don't talk about that. But uh, Eternal Sunshine of the Spotless Mind. I love yes. that movie. Yeah, yeah like just that really amazing visual element. Oh, okay, you know? okay, all right, okay. Just, almost like uh, of the bizarre, you know, like just it's. It, it, again, it, it puts you on edge because you're almost like, I don't know what's kind of going on, but it's, <laughs> <laughs> but I love it. Right. So, all right, yeah. Anything else? Um, oh, movie night. Yeah. Oh, yeah. That's, what is yeah. Uh, what is movie night? I think we agreed that it's uh, it's gonna be Nightbreed. Yes. And Near Dark. Yeah. So just a, thanks because I couldn't remember. Yeah. <laughs> Nightbreed and Near Dark. So I think we were just kind of like, that would have been a good Halloween one. Yeah. Well, what's stopping us? Yeah. <laughs> Let's just do it. Nobody. So that'll be uh, the 30th, November 30th. 30th. Last, the last Sunday of every month is oh. when we do it, yeah. starting at 5 p.m. at Brewbies. I'll, I'll say hi from another country. Oh, you'll be in London. <laughs> yeah. Oh, well. Yeah. I'll get an um, accent while I'm over there like Madonna. <laughs> well... <laughs> Remember, they drive on the other side of the road over there. Oh, I'm not going to drive. So, you know. Uh, anything else before we... I got yes. one last thing. Jay uh, Whitaker. I, re- I recently redid my website. It's still a work in progress, but jaywhitakercomedy.com is a lot better now. And uh, take a look at it. Go in the contact box and tell me what you think. 
And also, for all you parents out there, I do want to recommend that you get Super Smash Brothers because my son cannot stop talking about this game for the <laughs> Nintendo 3DS. Loki Jr., why don't you tell him about Super Smash Brothers? I don't want to think about it on a microphone. Now I'll just use my voice. <laughs> Super Smash Bros. is a very fun game by... You can battle, like... You can choose your own character and, like, battle using all different types of characters. I can't say them all. They're hard to find out. Who's your favorite one? Pikachu. (laughs) (laughs) Stop laughing! I'm not laughing at you. Oh, he's the best. What about Squirtle? Squirtle's not in the game. He's not in the game. I want to play as Squirtle. The the only Pokemon that are in the game is... Pikachu, Charizard, Lucario, and Greninja. Oh, then I'm Charizard. I have no idea what any of that is. I'm Charizard. Forget it. (laughs) I'm going to be Chorizo. I'm actually Charizard. I actually love that guy. Why should parents get this game for their children? Because you can actually make your... You can actually make me... When you make me's, you can actually use those me's and make your own fighters. Shut the front door. (laughs) Are you kidding me? I am kidding you. You are kidding me? I am. Well, stop it. <laughs> I, d- I don't know I'm whether. I'm not going to stop it. I, d- I don't know whether he said that. that the, I'm not stopping. Whether the thing is in the game or not now. I, I don't know, but but thank you, Loki Jr., right, for that okay. news report. How many stars well, would you get? I want to know how many stars. How many how many how many stars out of four would you give the game? Four being the best and one being the worst. Four stars. How many? Five. Oh, oh, snap. Oh, snap. You hear that, parents? He's a troublemaker. He didn't even go on the scale. <laughs> <No>. Boom. <laughs> Boo, that's right. That's what I was saying. Oh, I want to just be the character. I want to boom. By the way. This I is see the where first... he gets his enthusiasm yeah. from. <laughs> By the way, this is the first time everyone in this room has met my son. So <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> I have one more thing to say. Oh. And the All right. All right, right then. Wait, does, the gunner doesn't use Loki, the gun. Loki, Loki, Loki. It actually uses Loki. his Loki. Like- <laughs> I feel All right, old. we got we to gotta wrap, wrap the episode up. But, all right, say, say, say bye. Bye. All right. <laughs> <laughs> Loki Jr. with your video game report. There you go. Man, I've been hanging out with that. all. That's like wrestling a hurricane, isn't it? <laughs> <laughs> Today's program brought to you by Trojan Condoms. <laughs> It's uh, no, I shouldn't. <laughs> <laughs> if you know those kids, he's like, Man, he's hilarious, but yes. God, I just want him to sit down. <laughs> Today's program brought to you by Robitussin. <laughs> a little <Kalua>. drill. <laughs> All right, okay, let's just get out of here. Yeah. Anything else? <laughs> we'll be back. Come to Pop Quiz. Quit being a wuss. It gets cold in Utah every year. It's Wednesday. wieners. You guys are probably inside now, huh? Yeah, we're inside. Okay. People don't want to walk to their cars and then drive and then walk to the bar because it's too cold. Take Mm -hmm. a a lift. Yeah, do they don't want to walk. No, they don't want to walk to the lift. (laughs) The lift will come to your door. I swear to God, it got cold this Friday. I mean, this last Wednesday. Yeah. Uh, I'm not going to go. Really? It's too cold. Everybody show up? Wednesday night. You know who did show up? Pete Ashdown. Of course he did. Yeah. (laughs) <laughs> Our man Pete Ashdown. All right, so we'll take uh, it. Yeah, the, we'll continue the episode. Uh, Dice on show. Dice on show. And stick around for uh, for Jimmy's interview with Felicity Jones and Eddie Redmayne. Yeah. At the end of the episode.
Yeah, okay. <laughs> Today's program brought to you by daycare. Brought to you by pulling out. Uh, Please to enjoy. I love him. I love him. He's mine. Hey, Geek Show. Lee here. I'd like to invite you to Fresh Compassion Eatery, my tasty little corner of Salt Lake City. At Fresh, we focus on plant-based cuisine, but that doesn't mean you're getting a sawdust platter with a side of dehydrated kale flakes for lunch. Our passion is full-flavored dishes like our signature Fancy Boy Wrap, eggless egg salad, and the all-new Full Whitaker Nachos. We have a lot of fantastic heart-healthy salads, soups, and entrees that will fill you up without emptying out your wallet. Also, check out our full-service vegan coffee bar and our pastry case full of incredible goodies from Cake vegan bakery and you never know i just might have the latest scoop on your favorite geek stuff that's fresh compassionate eatery 145 east 1300 south suite 201 in salt lake city we're open monday through saturday 8 a.m to 8 p.m you can also call ahead for takeout at 801-906-8277 get all that info at fresheats.com and thanks geek show for helping make fresh such an awesome reality kenneth lynn to google michael rodatis amazon armaline cabreros ibm Looking for a software development degree that can launch your career in technology? Check out Newmont University in Salt Lake City, where you can earn a four-year bachelor's degree in just three years. And while your friends are still slaving over homework, you could be looking at a $63,000 a year paycheck. Learn more at newmont.edu. That's N-E-U-M-O-N-T dot E-D-U. Anthony William, Yahoo. Hi, this is Dan the Laptop Man from PC Laptops in Salt Lake City. A lot of people ask me if a gaming console or a gaming PC is better. Gaming consoles do one thing. They play games and usually come with a one-year warranty. A desktop or laptop computer from PC Laptops plays games and allows you to learn real career skills like Photoshop, video production, and business skills so you can make a living with technology. Technology that makes you money. Amazing. PC Laptops desktop computers start from only $7.99, hand-built right here in Utah with a lifetime parts and labor warranty. You simply can't find anything like this backed by an amazing lifetime warranty anywhere. It's downright impossible. Please visit any one of our locations right now or call us at one 877 SAVE or check us out at PCLaptops.com. That's PCLaptops.com. Desktop computers covered forever with a lifetime warranty starting at $7.99. Because at PC Laptops, we love you. Come on. Come on, honey. You want to hear again? Yeah. What's she saying? And welcome back. Oh, look, I love her. Welcome back to the. That's we need to. She's wonderful. That's right. And for those who don't know how to spell it, it's D A I S A N S H O. So I expect a hashtag on that bitch. Daisacho. Daisacho. Hashtag Daisacho. All right. Uh, let's see. I know we're past Halloween. Oh, are we ever? But I just, you know, we're weeks past it. We're almost to Thanksgiving. But I just, I wanted to tell you a story. <gasps> So I'm going to put on my storytelling scary voice. I'm going to get oh, my blanket. Jesus. That's my favorite voice. This isn't, this isn't the return of Uncle Kerry's rapey time no, stories, no, is no. it? I don't okay. like that. Scary. I guess I'll put my pants back on. This is Wes Craven <laughs> revealing the true story that inspired Freddy Krueger. Was, uh, was he child raped? No. Okay. But I'm going to turn bad Ooh. religion down. Well, it's less than Jake now, but I'm going to turn. 
the guys, that's fucking Friday the Church. That's not yeah, that's still scary. It's Freddy Krueger we're talking about. What was Freddy's theme? It's a little kid thing. Okay. I read an article in the LA Times about a family who had escaped the killing fields in Cambodia and managed to get to the U.S. Things were fine, and then suddenly the young son was having very disturbing nightmares. He told his parents that he was afraid that if he slept, the thing chasing him would get him, and so he tried to stay awake for days at a time. When he finally fell asleep, his parents thought the crisis was over. Then they heard screams in the middle of the night. By the time they got to him, he was dead. He died in the middle of a nightmare. Here was a youngster having a vision of horror that everyone older was denying. That became the central line of Nightmare on Elm Street. Oh, fuck, Carrie. They found him stuck to his ceiling. And his name was Johnny Depp. And there was, <laughs> and there was a hook hand on the door of the car. God. And his waterbed was all fucked up. <laughs> and then, Thanks a lot for that, Carrie. <laughs> all right, and then his good. wife said... I, I was hoping I could sleep tonight, you scary motherfucker. And then his you wife... You want to stay at my house tonight? I don't know, maybe. That's when his wife said, no matter what you do, never I'm gonna take get off up and go. scarf. I'm going to keep drinking and go be on the news with you. Okay. <laughs> hey, news ladies. It's the news moms. Yeah. Um... Okay, so uh, you remember that uh, old uh, video game from, I think it was the 90s? X-Wing? Yes. Yes. X-Wing and TIE Fighter? Yep. Yes. Would you like to play them again? Yeah. Yeah. Yes, I would. I would. I have. Well, that's good. You have them? Yes. How? In your mind? No, the remasters are on GOG for $9.99. Yes. They came out. Yes. GOG.com. You don't have to do any weird things to your computer to get them to work. They've been no, remastered for no modern, yep. modern PCs. This is the funny thing about the old games is that if you tried to get a, a, a simulator for them to, or emulator. an emulator to, to play the old games, they're so primitive they would actually crash your computer. Uh-huh. Uh, yeah, GOG.com. Website specializing in re-releases of classic games for current operating systems. Tyrion 2000, that's one of my favorite Is it only PCs? Ever. Yeah, yep. it's a PC thing. All right. Yeah. Um, but X-Wing and TIE Fighter, great, great flight simulators. Yeah. Yeah, so it's it's very cool. Um, they uh, the, the site got its hands on several LucasArts titles from the 90s, uh, which uh, passed into Disney ownership. Uh, but uh, you can play Star Wars. You can play uh, or, or, uh, X-Wing. You can play TIE Fighter. Mm-hmm. Uh, $10. Yep. Nice. Is all it costs you. Yeah, Is X-Wing the one that like you end up, like you're flying through the thing and you blow up the Death Star? Yeah. Uh, I think that's the one. It's the sit-down game. No, no, no. This was a PC game in like 96. Oh, yeah, okay. So. All right. Fart it's, fucking it's, noise. It's not. No, no. <laughs> it's it's good. I mean, you've got to watch your you've got to watch your heads up display the entire time you're playing. Make sure nah, that everything. Nah, it's called a HUD. It's nah. good. It's, I want that one where I sat down and I. Yeah, that, that game's good too. And I loved the the green and black yeah. wireframe. Shannon graphics. wants the vector graphics. Yeah. yeah, that's what he wants. Well, I thought it was updated. Fuck you guys. You got me all excited. Now I'm like sad. Yeah, go uh, back to your your one button hole. Yeah. The Hey, ask around. I'm pretty good with a one button hole. Oh, yeah. I know what that means. You talking about that bus there. Yeah, buddy. I need. I need her. You need her? I need her now. Tell her how bad you need her. Thank you. All right. Uh, Classic uh, Star Wars RPG Knights of the Old Republic is also there. That's a great game. Which has also been updated for the iPad. 
Yep. Oh, really? Yeah. And it's that really fun. Came out about a year ago on the iPad. Yeah. Hard, a little hard to get the directionals a down. A little bit, but, but still fun that's to play. A, that's a fantastic game. They, still can't uh, clear the Rancor. They've also added uh, Sam and Max Hit the Road. Good game. Yep. Uh, Indiana Jones and the Fate of Atlantis. Yep. Good game. And The Secret of Monkey Island. See, the cool thing about this is these are all old LucasArts games, mm-hmm. and hopefully it'll... People will show enough uh, interest and they'll sell enough copies that Disney will be like, hey, maybe it was a bad idea to shut down LucasArts and maybe we should make some more with these cool IPs. Like 1313? Yeah, exactly. I want to see 1313 bad. Oh, that pissed me off. I think LucasArts made a lot of shitty games. Oh, after, no, they after made a these. ton. Uh, what's what was the uh, what was they the, made the good ones? What was the uh, Day of the Dead themed game? I where, loved that. one. I, I cannot remember. Day of the Tentacle? No, no it was no. a LucasArts game. Uh, Day of the Tentacle. Oh, I own it. I you're sh- a private detective. And oh, you're Grim a Fandango. Grim, Grim Fandango. Fandango. That's, coming, yeah. that's coming out again too on that, PS4. Right, that is being remastered. Yep. That's right. Manny Calavera. Uh-huh. Love that game. Is his name Grim Fandango, and he is a detective. Uh, I love that game. And the soundtrack was fantastic. Yeah. That one was made by uh, Tim Schafer. Tim Schafer. Tim and Schaefer I just saw I saw an interview him. with him a couple weeks ago where yeah. they showed some some footage uh-huh. from the new game. It's going to be awesome. Nice. I've got so much here. Um, Start at the beginning. Suicide Squad. You want you want some of that? Yeah. yeah that's some, yeah, movie. Uh, it's information. David Ayer is the uh, head of it. Writing. He, he just directed Fury. Yeah. Oh, that was a good movie. And I think he's directing this, isn't he? Yeah, he's, he's set to, yeah. yeah so so the, that Fury movie, oh, though, awesome. like, pe- people either love it or fucking hate it. I've that's, seen some mixed reviews. I, like, I loved like, it. It's like the Tom Waits of movies. <laughs> <laughs> like, it really is. He did... Uh, he Meaning did, the cool people like it? Oh, not necessarily. <laughs> All right. The, uh, he did that some, one. I've known some dumb people that like Tom Waits. <laughs> he did the, uh, the movie with Jake Gyllenhaal and Michael Pena called End of Watch. That was pretty good. I liked that movie, too. And then he also wrote Training Day. Okay, yeah. that's a good. So this that's is a good. Oh yeah, you've right met, you've met him. Uh, I didn't. No, I just saw him at Comic Con. Oh, I thought you interviewed him. So no, that, that was on, the man? director of Training Day was oh. Anton Fuqua. Oh, okay, all right. Um, he says uh, here here he is describing the project. He says I can say that it's a dirty dozen with supervillains. That's cool. Then I can ask the question: Does a movie really need good guys? No. That wasn't not necessarily. Says, uh, I, the perfect example of that. Speaking of Tom Waits, is. Uh, you're talking about Seven that? Psychopaths. Seven Psychopaths. Oh, yeah, yeah. I love that I was movie. That did not have one redeemable character in that no, fucking movie. We, no. said, we said it before. It was, uh, what, I think or it was called even, Arkham Assault. was uh, a DC animated movie just recently. Yeah, I, was, I keep talking about it all the time. It's so fucking it. good. Or, uh, Assault on Arkham. That's what it was. Or Smoking Aces. I don't or, think there's any good guys If you guys, guys really think about it, if you really think about it, Pulp Fiction. Yeah, no redeeming no character. Snatch, snatch as well. Snatch. There's even yeah. some. There's even some TV shows that do that. Breaking Bad. Mm-hmm. Sure. You know, um, uh, uh, American Horror Story. The first season was that way. Mm-hmm. Well, it's, uh, an, Ash. it's an antihero. I mean, yeah. they're hard to write, but and hard to fall in love with. But if you do it right, well, they're yeah. one of the most memorable things you'll always you know see. BJ I would like to see Bear. Deadshot just come home from a hard day of just Suicide <laughs> Squad and be like, "Fuck, man, God." Uh, Damn it. He says, I love the passion comic book fans have for these characters in these worlds. I think there's something incredible about the comic genre, and technology has finally caught up with pen and ink to render these fantastic worlds in a way that feels believable and visceral to audiences. And that's what it is, right? Mm-hmm. It's a secular religion in that regards. 
the mythology that these characters represent, the idea of them as fallen gods on Earth, is intriguing to me. God, I can't wait to start exploring these. He's laying down some deep truth yeah, there. That's cool. Mm-hmm. Fallen gods, gosh. That's kind of what they are. Jesus. And that's the reason That's the reason why Star Wars <laughs> resonated with us, because we, we're, we live in an era without heroes. So if a movie can bring us heroes, then we have something to relate to, and we don't descend que- into madness. Question. Yes. So when you fall asleep on the floor, are you a fallen god, Lesus? <laughs> <laughs> when you trip over a piece of carpet. That's a fallen god. Nice. <laughs> Thank you. Uh, all right. Uh, let's see. Uh, Ray Fisher. Who's he? Who is he? Is Cyborg? Oh yeah! Oh yeah! 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 In yeah. Batman v Superman. Nice. I hope Judge Judy reigns over this. I do case. too. He uh, look at me in the eyes, Batman. Batman. I'm a human lie detector. <laughs> <laughs> he uh, he didn't know about the whole thing when he signed up. He says. What? He didn't, know, he didn't know that Beast Boy was his best well, friend? he didn't know that he was going to get his own movie. That's I'm looking at because I, I didn't recognize the name. I looked it up because he, he's never done anything He's before. mostly stage work. Oh, okay. Um, At least movie-wise. Hello, I am Cyborg. <laughs> <laughs> Please step away from the kryptonite. He'll be projecting to the back of the room when he's doing it. Someone's going to have to teach him Look, subtly. Look, my arm has turned into a shotgun. <laughs> kaboom! <laughs> kaboom, kaboom! You're analyzing no. specimen. No, no, 36%. Ray, Ray we're going to do that in both. Don't, don't, don't say kaboom. Now, keep in mind. <laughs> please do keep in mind that my arm is, in fact, not a shotgun. No, <laughs> no, no, no. It is a costume. I am, I am pretending that it is a shotgun. I'm... Um, <laughs> my best friend no. is a green boy who turns into animals. See, he, he I call him God. <laughs> he just thought he was just going to be in a bunch of different movies yeah. as this character because the contract said you'll be you'll appear in five movies as this guy. Was like, as Vin, was his name Vince or fuck Vince Clortho? No, he, he's like, oh my gosh, I'm going to be in the pictures. DC <laughs> fan, what's Cyborg's name? Professor somebody. No, it's Victor. Uh, Doctor. No, it's Victor. It's not Victor. Vic something. Vic something. They call him Vic. Creed. I think it's one of Stone or something. Stone. Oh, you know why? Because I watched the Titans cartoon and they never once called him by his name. They always called him Cyborg. Cyborg. Jackson. Yeah. Must be. Williams. His name was Michael Jackson. Yeah. Vic Jackson. (laughs) Uh, But yeah, he didn't know he was going to get his own movie. (laughs) Well, that must have been a real. That must be like, hey, cool. Cool. Hey, hey. He's probably. Uh, well, Do I get $100 million? I, to, <laughs> I have to be like, did you not read the contract? No, the, the contract just said... Just the movies? You know, we're paying you this much yeah. money to uh-huh. appear in five movies as this character, or <laughs> whatever it was. So sure. Like, he was just like... He's, he's Vince Stone, by the way. Yeah, he's yeah. Vince yeah. Uh, Vic yeah. Stone. He saw a contract that says, you get $6 million, and he said... Yes, uh-huh. motherfucker. Yes, please. <laughs> Wait a minute, son, Mr. Berrigori. <laughs> no, a guy, what do I do? a guy with a tuxedo and a, a guy with a tuxedo and a top hat showed up and said, "How'd you like to be in five pictures?" <laughs> so it all happens like the Apple thing came up and said, "Do you agree to these terms?" He's like, "Yeah, yeah, whatever. yeah okay, <laughs> exactly." Oh so no, I have, now I have to be like, five. I'm gonna movies. buy some rims. Gonna... <laughs> oh please, man, please prepare the standard oh, superhero man. contract for Ray Fisher. Uh, I didn't know the ex- please. I didn't know the extent to which DC and Warner Brothers had planned on taking my character. When I signed on, I just wanted to be a part of this world. Booyah! But who? Which wouldn't is the, but that specific yeah. information. But who like if I was like cast as somebody, I was like, 
Yeah, I'm gonna, I'm gonna, I'm gonna Google Victor Stone. Yeah, could you, could you see oh, him? Oh shit! I'm a cyborg. Oh, no. I'm cyborg. Like I think I'm anybody cyborg. would. I, we, we would all take the opportunity if Marvel yeah. came to your doorstep oh. right now, Shannon, and say, "Hey, would you like to play D-Man in the next movie?" I was like, "Yes." <laughs> could you, could you and see him? you had to Google. I was like, "Give me my half." Daredevil, my half Wolverine. <laughs> I would love. They to came it. to me and they were like, "Jimmy, we want you to play Cyborg for six million dollars." I'm like, "That seems like it might be racist, yeah. but uh, sure, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Jimmy, Jimmy wants you to play a fat movie critic with no career. Yeah, sure, got it. <laughs> <laughs> I, I just can't. I know a I, character um, study I can base you're, this on. You're, you're not oily enough. <laughs> I I can imagine this guy sitting there at his breakfast table eating his Cheerios and he's like, "I got a movie." Drip, dribble take. <laughs> he says, "Yeah." I, he says, "But that specific information I found out." Then and there, while I was signing, I didn't think I'd be getting my own movie. And yeah, they right. went, oh, yeah, that's, that's part of the deal. What, was Oprah standing there? <laughs> you get your own movie. And you, you get a movie. <laughs> you, you get, get your own movie. movie. Y'all get a movie. That's the DC offices. Um, nice Who wants their own movie? Nice uh, as far as his appearance in Batman v Superman, Superman uh, he couldn't talk about the plot points, but he did say he met everyone except for Henry Cavill and Ezra Miller. So he doesn't have any scenes with Superman. Well, yeah, Superman uh, the and unfortunately, the Flash, or the Flash. So. Yeah, he plays a Wayne Tech blender in the Batcave. <laughs> he says he met Gal Gadot, Jason Momoa, Ben Affleck, and Jesse Eisenberg. Hmm. So cool. he's playing Lex Luthor. <laughs> It's, it's in the jazz finger routine at the end of the movie. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Thanks for coming it's and like watching the, the show. It's like, <laughs> like the end of the uh, the forty year old virgin. Yeah, exactly. Everything's Age coming. Age of Aquarius. We'll see you in Justice League. <laughs> that was great to wait for after the credits, <laughs> guys. Like a, like the end of the movie. Like guys, 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 yeah. guys. We should totally team up. <laughs> we should like totally be a team or a league. And oh. one guy's like, yes. A league that's out and for justice. For, yes. Oh. We should be the but, justice. But we should be the Avenger League. No, no. No, 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 no. no, no, no. no. The uh, Avenger League. The thing. We only care about, uh, we're a league of justice that only cares about I mean fuck all the other countries right yeah yeah yeah, yeah. Totally. we need a headquarters shaped just, like a giant T yeah, yeah. we could be Justice League of America yes uh, yes but it's all about just us but what about the atrocities that are on the other side of the world we don't care oh, we don't no fuck, fuck those people fuck. Oh, you know what but that's Superman, a lot of gas have you seen the Flash y'all can it's, get there in a no, second I, I, no, I'm, I'm sorry the Justice League of Darfur can handle that I'm I've, sorry that, I've heard a secret <laughs> rumor you guys I've heard a secret rumor <laughs> Okay, like okay. who the ultimate villain is. Who's that? In the Justice League of America movie. Pancake Man. I'm serious. Dude. Oh, I'm sorry. The <laughs> Ebola bi- virus. Oh. The Ebola virus. Oh, snap. Yeah. <laughs> the Justice League of America only cares about one little Japanese girl. Yeah. That's, oh. that's her. Her name is Daishan Shaw. Her like, name is Siri. They're going like, to introduce Plastic Man and make him be a fucking tent. <laughs> In isolation. Too. That's a good idea. Actually, no, that's exactly I, what I. Do. I just want yeah. him to. I just want him to do the b- opening from Indiana Jones and the Temple of Doom. But Plastic Man's the boat that they ski down the mountain on. <laughs> Joe Dante <laughs> from Dante's Peak from Gremlins. Yeah, director oh, of the yeah. Gremlins. He's uh, he's got a new movie he wants to tell you about. What's Is that? it the one? I'm curious what it's called because he talked about what it San Diego a long time ago and I never saw it. Gremlin, uh, is it Gremlins Three? It, he, no. I, you know, it's funny. I don't have the name of it here. Well, I'll see if I can pull it up on IMDb. See if you can pull it up there. But here's here's what happened. 
It's a Romeo and Juliet style werewolves and vampire movie. No, it's not this one. I'll watch that. In the underground of Rome. Yes. Um, That's kind of cool. Pete is a werewolf whose pack is a crew of hot-headed financial traders responsible for Italy's current economic crisis. It's called Monster Love. Hmm. Maggie is a vampire whose family is a formerly wealthy aristocratic clan brought to bankruptcy by the greedy werewolves. Surrounded by other worldly troubles, it remains to be seen whether or not their love can survive. What? I, I lost interest halfway through that, actually. Isn't uh, Underworld about the werewolves versus the vampires? Yeah. And so what, we've added financial intrigue to this? <laughs> that right. always makes things yeah. fun. Well, it really worked for the Star Wars prequels. Yeah. <laughs> the, the movie that he had at uh, San Diego Comic-Con was called The Hole in 2009. So it's yeah. probably the 2008 Comic-Con. Never saw it come out. I guess it came out. But like, even he was up there, and he's going to tell him, like, oh, I kind of fucked this one up. <laughs> you know? <laughs> you know he's, and, like, does anybody have any questions? That's no? right. Oh, there, all right. I'll be at the bar. there was, like, one from the back that was like, why? <laughs> <laughs> I'll be at the bar. Thank you. Yeah. What's Howie Mandel really like? <laughs> <laughs> all right. That's plenty, I think. Uh, yeah, you, I guys, think. you guys have movies? Of course. Yeah. Yeah. And games. Let's see here. Uh, all right. I think uh, Shin and I were the only two people probably in, in the country that liked this movie. Oh, I found the name of the movie. I'm sorry. But Ombre Amore. Ugh. Everything's bad about it. That's terrible. Om- ombre? That just means yeah. man. No, it's, Ita- it's Italian. Ombre But, but Ombre is, yeah. is man. So man love. Man love. No, it's, not, it's not a bad vampire and a werewolf. It's Uh-oh. about two dudes that dig right. on each other. <laughs> okay. Sorry. Huh. Uh, it's called... No, you're talking about the one that the werewolves? Yeah. Uh, on the IMDb was Monster Love. Monster Love? Oh, yeah. they've changed the name then. I don't know. Ombre right. Amore. Uh, Sin City, a dame to kill for. Loved it. I Had really, really time liked it. it. I don't give a shit. Yeah. I'll buy it. I'm going to buy it because it's ridiculous. Yep. Uh, this generation got a new uh, Twister, essentially. That's all the movie was. It's called Into the Storm. Just go watch <laughs> Twister. It's better. Uh, F5, uh, Finger of God. Finger of God, man. <laughs> <laughs> You know, I always forget that Philip Seymour Hoffman's in that. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Gotta pay the rent, You man. know, I love Bill Paxton so much. Yeah. I, I, I like him. You say he's in Birdman. I'm like, okay. I'm going to go see it just for that. Yeah. No, he's in, hey, no, Birdman. No, no, he wasn't in Birdman. He was in uh, Nightcrawler. Oh, Nightcrawler. Yeah. yeah. Okay. Uh, he played Nightcrawler. I like this the franchise, and I heard that even though they made fun of doing even more sequels, up to like 15 more sequels, 22 Jump Street is actually pretty funny. And they made I the think joke. It's really funny. They made the joke uh, in the credits that they kept, you know, twenty three Jump Street. They go to medical school or twenty four Jump Street. They go to flight school, you know, and they go up to like forty seven Jump Street or something <laughs> like that. But uh, but that's and they said they're going to make it twenty three. So who knows? Uh, the Wind Rises was Hayao Miyazaki's latest film. Uh, that's that's now out. Uh, beautiful to look at. Kind of boring. And like that was the one where he was like, "I'm done." Like after this, and then I think he didn't get the accolades that he was really hoping for to to go out on that high note. He made an old man movie. He did. Yeah. And it, like, there's entertaining parts to it, and like I said, it's always gorgeous. His film, you know, his films are always gorgeous, but, but it's not spirited away. No, oh no, it's not. Uh, Chloe Moretz, good old uh, hit girl, did a movie called If I Stay. Uh, it's where she dies. I didn't get to see it, but yeah. Yeah. so she uh, doesn't. Rob Reiner continues to decline horribly <laughs> in directing with As So It Goes with Michael Douglas and Diane Keaton. Gah. Um, <laughs> did he make an old man movie? It's just a shitty one. A shitty old man movie. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Nice. Man, I don't mind. I don't mind like old man movies if they're done right. You know, like Clint Eastwood's making so many good old man movies. But I'm saying like uh, like as good as it gets. Yeah. Like that's an old man movie. Right. But it was yeah. done well. Yeah. You know. Uh, let's see. 
Uh, moving on. Kiki's Delivery Service and Princess Mononoke <gasps> are, are both getting Blu-rays. Princess nice. Princess Monkey Monkey. Monkey 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 Monkey. That's one of my favorite Hayao Miyazaki films. Princess Monkey Monkey. Princess Monkey Monkey. It's Princess a Monkey Monkey. Dope ah. ass movie. I got the Vice Boys took me to see that, and they walked. They they had to walk me out in tears because I, <laughs> I hadn't seen animation that pretty before. Uh, the Cabinet of Dr. Caligari, the old silent film. 19, oh. 1917. Yep, they're putting that on Blu-ray. Wow. That's creepy as shit. It yeah. is creepy as shit. Uh, Criterion, it happened one night. The old the old classic. Oh, the uh, Marx Brothers? That's not the Marx Brothers. No. It's, it's, it happened one night. Oh, God, I whatever. know that. It's the um. It's about this thing that happened this one night? No, it's like the couple crap. I haven't seen it in forever. It's couple take a crap. <laughs> I think it... <laughs> Oh, you need, you need a criterion of that. Yeah, no, it's um, oh, I it's know, it's one of those classics, yeah, you know, I, that like everyone. I've seen it like once, like in film school, you know. And, okay, I'm I'm pulling it up right now. Clark Gable. Oh, Malachi Thrones in yeah. it. Yeah, <laughs> so. Malachi Thrones in it. Malachi amazing Throne. thing happened. Yeah, it's Ben Capra and all. Yeah, it's it's just one of those old yeah. films, but it it won um yeah one best picture. I mean, that's why I'd seen. It. There was a time when I was in college and I watched every single best picture winner. And like half of them, I was like, that wasn't worth it at all, <laughs> you know. But, all right, um, yeah, so it's uh, it's Frank Capra, and it's a screwball comedy with Clark Gable and Claudette Colbert. Yeah. I think Claudette is really awful. <laughs> I'm a screwball. <laughs> I'm Clark Gable. Look at my mustache. <laughs> my mustache is epic. Yeah, don't, don't, it's one of those classics. I don't care. I don't care. I don't care. I don't care. <laughs> <laughs> Games? And then oh, oh, I had one oh, more, wait. just because I always I remember watching this when I was a kid, and it's a horrible film. I don't know why they're putting it on Blu-ray, but it stars the kid, the main star of A Christmas Story, okay. Little Ralphie. Yeah, but it was called the Dirt Bike Kid. Ugh, Did you ever see that? Horrible. I, I remember the commercials for it. I don't know why they're putting it on Blu-ray. Oh, okay. <laughs> like, uh, just needs to be hijacked. You know what? What's his name? Peter. Uh, Someone will buy it. Peter. 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 Billingsley. Peter, Peter, Peter Billingsley. Just, Peter Billingsley. Yeah. Uh, I, no, it happened one night. It was actually the first movie in history to win multiple uh, Academy Awards. It won, won five. Academy Awards for Best Picture, Best Director, Best Actor, Best Actress, Best Screenplay. Oh, and a sixth secret one for Best Scatecological Scene. Ooh. We had the benefit of no other films being made that year. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. No one, under, no one understood how to make a motion picture. <laughs> That's what I was thinking. Except for back then, they were probably making way more because they were all like five yeah. minutes long. Yeah. <laughs> uh, games, what do we have? Another big week for games. Uh, Dragon Age Inquisition comes out Shut this week. The fuck. That's where up. all. That's where oh, one yeah. group of dragons tries to convert another group of dragons much, to yeah. ca- Catholicism. Uh-huh. Oh, that's weird. Uh-huh. It's yeah. No, that game was awesome. The first two Dragon Age games are great. Games. Uh, no, yeah, yeah. I, uh-huh. I see that. Yeah, I'm, I'm flabbergasted by use, this game. This game uses the uh, Frostbite three engine, the same engine that's in Battlefield four. Shut the fuck up! Are you kidding? Yeah, me? I'm serious. Yeah. <laughs> you don't even know one, but boy, that's that's uh, that's what the new Battlefront game is going to be running off of. Battlefield for Battlefront for Star Wars. <laughs> oh, the new Battlefront. Yeah, 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 yeah. That too. Oh, what the fuck! Really? I know, I know. And you it's, know what, Shannon? They're doing it with well, one fucking button on the controller. Well, yeah, it's just it, one giant red button. Yeah, a red button, a red button, and a joystick. <laughs> it's gonna be just like the original. I just want, I just want the old Atari fucking. Control. That's what I was gonna say. It's the original oh, Atari twenty six hundred oh, controller. Oh, 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 Push button to win. If you'd like to switch to <laughs> weapon number twelve, mash your button eighteen times. Push, Push button, button to win. Push button to Push win. Button to win. <laughs> What's great about the, this game is if you find a uh, pixelated arrow, you can use it to destroy everything. That's awesome. Yeah. So, and go. Yay! <laughs> the winner is you. That's my <laughs> ultimate video game where there's just a big red button where I go. 
Is that, is that the name of the show? It's, it's push no, button the, to no, win. It's no. still dice on show, dice but on show. push button to win is fevering. Is featuring. Yeah. It's it's trending. Is what yeah. I'm saying. It's <laughs> trending. Push buttons. <laughs> so that game looks pretty cool. Um, I'm gonna play it. Yeah, I am definitely going to play that as well. I just pictured Shane with one of those, even those like staples buttons on people's desks <laughs> like that. Yeah. It's just like, <laughs> uh, here it goes. Here it goes. Ah, yes! I killed you, troll. I won! Stupid what's, troll. What's even better about this game is that it tells you when to push the button. <laughs> <laughs> push button now. Too late. It says, oh. it says you input your name. Shannon, push button now. <laughs> it says... Push button I killed on. you, troll. Shit. Shannon, push button on three. Take that. Two, one. Oh, I said to Fuck push you, button Dragon. on three. You're dead. You're dead. I said push button on three, not one. Uh, this game wasn't worth $70. <laughs> Can't wait for the sequel and all the figurines that come with it. All your base now belong to us. What? <laughs> what does that even mean? Dice on show. I can't believe this. Okay, so also coming out this week is Far Cry 4. If you like the first person shooters, Far Cry 4 looks freaking great it's too violent it makes me nauseous takes place in the himalayas far cry 3 was really good two years ago are there are there, there was yetis? a far cry from two though. uh there might be yetis there's rumor there? that there might be there yetis should be yetis if it's a there in, in some of the expansions or something but then the most important release this week by far super smash brothers for the wii u oh who has yeah. those <sighs> you know who likes those games egg foo that, that, that <laughs> was that the remix <laughs> oh seems that's dj dice on yeah, show. i was gonna say no, I can't wait for Smash Brothers. I love the hey, old Hey, don't make fun of her. She stutters sometimes. <laughs> Who's that country singer that... Mel Tillis? Mel Tillis. Mel Tillis. That was Kaji Tillis. That's it. No more games. Okay. Get it. Dyson, Dyson, Dyson show. Uh, uh, uh. That's what I want. Take that, take that, take that. Take oh, good. That. You want that now? Yes. Dyson, 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 Dyson show. Thank you. All right. That's dope. I'm just gonna whisper that right, over. Right, right now, you know somebody like sample that, and they're somebody. Some one of the listeners is going to make a song out make of that. Make us a, 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 a disco dance song. But please, <laughs> please, please do it with a uh, with a MIDI um, keyboard. Oh yeah, it's, it's got to sound like it came from one of those old eight-bit games. Casios. Yeah. Oh yeah, that's what we wanted. They have plugins. I have plugins like that from, on my from one of those one-bit button games yeah. that Shannon likes. <laughs> Fuck you guys! I love Dig Dug. Dig Dug was dope. Bubble Bob. Yeah. One button. Yeah. And a directional. Push button to win. <laughs> yeah. And you know how hard those games are? I know, because you had to dig, and then you had to dug. Yeah. <laughs> I know. too complicated. Some was, of those shits could bring fire. And you know, I, I also disagreed with games like uh, Crazy Climber, because you'd be going, and you'd be like, wait a second, I can't sink my left and right. I'm going to fall off this building. Oh, my God. I love that that game where you're like, yeah. duh, duh, and, then and then those the, birds would shit on you, shit on you fall, or lay die. eggs on you, and you'd die. Yeah. Yeah. You'd fall off the building. They were supposed to be eggs. Man. but. We we we, we, know what we knew what you it was. It was bird shit. Shitting. I yeah. drop unexpectedly like bird shit. That's that's notorious B.I.G. Uh, no, like, no, it's some real shit. Sounds like some you real guys bird had, shit. It sounds like you guys had crappy games. Uh, no, yeah. we had the first games. Yeah, it's like we, saying the Marx Brothers were predictable. Yeah. It wasn't predictable then. You fucking millennial. Yeah, I, yeah, I fucking muck. Dirty no, goddamn I'm, I'm, millennial. I'm in that one category that you brought. Nah, up. 85. I'm, I just made an executive decision. 84. 84 is the cutoff for the Zanials. I stand by my 
statement. Yeah, you stand by your misunderstanding of cool, awesome, original You're games. Stupid. <laughs> your mom's <Guys>. stupid. <laughs> God damn it. <laughs> Why won't you talk when I want you to? We could have, we could have driven a truck through that pause. <laughs> right? All right. A truck with crazy climber on the back. That's right. Well, you guys made fun of her stuttering, and now she doesn't want to talk anymore. <laughs> She's shy. She, she needs is, a name. What's her name? She is Notorious Dyson Show. No. <laughs> Uh, the goddamn show. Uh, oh, the goddamn show. The goddamn show. Oh, Lisa Wu. Her yeah. name is. We'll name her after our friend Lisa Wu. Uh, oh, a, aka Goddamn Wu. Yeah, the, goddamn the, God, Wu. the goddamn Wu. She, she did some amazing cosplay in New York. Yeah. Thank yeah. You, oh yeah. Thank you, Goddamn Wu, for inspiring. Is it, is that her Twitter? The goddamn. Wu? Yeah. The goddamn. So. Yeah, follow her on uh, the goddamn Wu. She, she is, is funny as we love her. We met her in person, and also she, she interviewed her the, internet shit is fucking hilarious. Yeah, hilarious. She, she interviewed Jackson Public and uh, Doc Hammer with us. Yeah. She was. She was the one that, that you heard. If you heard that interview with us, she was yeah. there with us. The no, goddamn woo. We we love you. The goddamn woo. You're amazing. Yep. So she yeah, was, it's it's the underscore goddamn underscore woo. W right. W U. So that 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 person's name is Goddamn Show. The goddamn boom. Name that. Thank you. We miss you, goddamn woo. Come to Salt Lake and visit us. All right. Anything else? Do it. I said more ham. <laughs> Thank you so much for having me. Thank you. Uh, so this tale is a beautiful tale of love and commitment and in a, a very strong female performance from you. What attracted you to the project? Uh, well, when I sat down and read the script, I, I immediately... I thought, this isn't a straightforward biopic. There's something more unusual here, something I haven't seen before. And... I thought it was an interesting way of understanding who Stephen Hawking was through um, through Jane Hawking in many ways, through knowing that it would be um, a, 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 as much about Stephen as it is about Jane. And, and for an actress, that it just felt like there was so much for me to get my teeth into. I, I've heard that you got to spend some time with the real Jane Hawking. Did she offer you advice or you know, how much time did you guys get to spend together? And Well, when you're playing a real person, uh, it's really intimidating <laughs> um, when you first go and meet them, you know, because you know at some point they're going to be watching what yep. you've created. Uh, but the thing, the thing actually when you're meeting someone is, is, is observing them. And so as soon as she opened the door, I went around for dinner at her house there was something about the way she moved, which I hadn't thought about before, you know, that's something I couldn't get from reading the book sure. or, you know, doing my um, other research. And, and so it was about capturing her mannerisms, her voice, her, um, she, she just has this almost like quite balletic, ladylike mm. um, way of, of, of presenting herself. And, and so in many ways, it's sort of you, you want to get all the outside things, the technical things of a character, mm. and then start to understand their ideology and, and understand who they are emotionally. I asked Eddie, uh, and you kind of touched on it, uh, you know, if it's more daunting or inspiring, uh, you portrayed, you know, characters that are no longer with us, but now, uh, now you've done one that's still alive. What do you feel? Is it more daunting, or do you, it, do you prefer it? Or? It is. It is very. It's a very daunting experience. It because you there's a lot of trust that that person is you know is exposing themselves. They're they're taking a risk by having a film made about them. So yeah. you don't you don't take it on lightly at all. Between these two characters, it almost seems like opposites attract. I mean, do you believe that that's kind of the case in here, or how? I oh, mean, absolutely. <laughs> I, I mean, just. 
just su they just had such different ideologies, just different ways of understanding the world. And that's what I loved about the script. In many ways, it's um, it's not just about a love story. It's also about faith and science and understanding who we are and why we're here and mm. and I think that there was an antagonism in Jane and Stephen's relationship from the very beginning mm. you know that that sort of as you say that oh, that thing of opposites attract you know Professor Hawking's known for his wit and his humor and kind of being like a little prankster are there any stories from the kind of meeting with him that he left you know for you to take on to the road and tell others or <laughs> uh, well I just love that Stephen Hawking when he was asked up after you know his incredible studies into the into the um, beginnings of the universe, and somebody asked well, you know what is the greatest mystery in the world, and he said women, which I think <laughs> tells I think you right. <laughs> I think tells you so much. All right, thank you so much for the interview. Thank man. you. Hi, nice to meet you. Hey, man, nice to meet you too. So uh, you know, fantastic work in this film. Oh. Absolutely. Um, you know, I, I was watching it, and I don't see you. You know, I'm looking at you, and it's not Eddie on screen with like a pair of glasses. It's Stephen Hawking. That is you know. the greatest compliment. <laughs> no. Um, what was your your process to transform into that into that individual? As, uh, do you know what it was? A f there were there were sort of various um, sides to the process, I suppose. Like, firstly, I needed to kind of educate myself on the science. So. I read as much as I could and understood as much as I could and had specialists sort of help me. And, um, but then it was also about educating myself on, on ALS, on, on the disease that Stephen has. And so that was going again to see specialists in London and, and meeting people who are suffering from this horrific disease. And, and then I worked with a dancer, to, a woman called Alex Reynolds, to try and find a way of playing that decline in my own body and making sure that my muscles could cope with the, the rigors of the shoot, really. Yeah. And, um, and then finally I got to meet Stephen and Jane and, and Jonathan and the family and that was amazing. How much time did you get to spend with, with the family and, and what kind of advice did they give you for portraying it? So I spent, um, I went to Stephen's house about five days before we started filming, met Stephen and his nurses and that was uh, formidable. I mean he, he's one of the most charismatic men, he, it's very difficult for him to communicate now but he just sort of emanates humour and wit and <laughs> like mischief and, and um, so that was wonderful. But then also we went over for, to Jane and Jonathan, her second husband, and Tim, that, uh, Stephen and Jane's youngest child. We had dinner with them, and I went in and found Felicity and Jane were in, uh, uh, in her wardrobe trying on her clothes. <laughs> and so everyone was very, they allowed us into their orbit, and they were really generous. Sure. Um, you, know, you portrayed characters that are, are no longer with us. Obviously, Stephen Hawking and the, yeah. and the family are still with us. Yeah. Is it more daunting to have someone kind of on the sidelines going, all right, let's see what you can do. Let's see what you can, you know, how well you're going to perform it. Yeah, hell yes. <laughs> it's more daunting. It's, uh, it's, um, it's, it's unlike anything I've ever done, really, because you, you know that ultimately they're going to see the film mm -hmm. and, and they're going to judge the film. And, yeah. and, and, and so from the moment I was cast to that moment when they saw the film, that there was this sort of weight of responsibility and the fact that they enjoyed it meant, meant the world. Sure, sure. Uh, and, and, uh, and I, I could sleep as well. Yeah, right. <laughs> yeah, <after. laughs> I, uh, I, I had read that you, uh, in, a, in a previous audition for another film, that you had told a fib about riding a horse. This is true. Uh, did you have to tell any fibs about knowing interplanetary physics? Or, um, I uh, mean, uh, I'm continuing to fib about knowing about <laughs> my, my knowledge of astronomy. But no, but I do remember on, on this, speaking to James Marsh, the director, on the phone, and, and him asking how I would go about this. And, and it's like any job interview. You sort mm -hmm. of... You speak incredibly confidently, knowing exactly, and then, and then you're like, "Yeah, yeah, this is how I'd do it." And then you sort of put the phone down, and they're like, "You've got the part," and you go, Whoa! "I have no idea how to do it." Like I was completely blagging my way through it. So perfect. Well, it was an amazing job. Thank you Thank so you. much for the interview. Thanks, man. Nice right. to see you. Take it easy.